this view of the mic and like the candles in the background on that sweet stand you have, this is nice. We just took a picture of what we're working with. And uh, we think we're going to put it next to the first ever picture we took. Oh, my God. That's right. When we were on the floor. Yeah. And it was just a dark, dark little room with a mic on the bench. and One mic. One mic. One mic. Both of us with shit backs. On the floor. Can you remember a couple... how uncomfortable that was? Oh, it my was God. Terrible. Oh, my God. Like, we would both, we would end an episode, and because we were less focused, it would take us, like, four hours to record one episode. We would just stretch and just be like, oh, oh, oh. Everything would pop. Oh. Oh, I needed this cup of coffee. I needed the uh, Kahlua that is inside of it. Is it too strong? I didn't know if I, I don't really know how to mix with, I usually have a good mixing eye, but I'm not as good with Kahlua. Listen here. Because some people can just drink, like, Kahlua straight. If you're asking me if it's too boozy... I, I am not the person to ask for that. Okay, that's good. I love a boozy coffee. All right, good. If you're asking me if the coffee itself is too strong, I am not the person to ask for that. I love a good strong ass coffee. I love. Dude, last night we went to this restaurant and it just opened. And it was really, it's really fucking cool. You and I are going to have to go. Here? Yeah, in Canton. It's on Square. It's called the Kickin' Mule. Oh. And they um they have like, you know those bottoms up systems where you like slam the glass on the bar and then it fills up from the bottom just the right amount and there's like no head or anything? What? It's really, really fucking cool. So the way that they do it, and so they have 10 beers on tap, and they have like 20 of these, and they have like 20 of these little spots, and they're little metal, each one's like a metal square with a blinking light and like a thing in the middle. And your glass has a hole in it on the bottom. And so what they do is that they like drop a little magnet, and we'll show them to you in the kitchen, down in there, and it suction cups to the thing, and they slam it on one of the little metal things, and that's attached to a keg. And it fills the glass from the bottom, and it's programmed with what beer that it has and what glass to know exactly how much to disperse. Oh, my. And so there's no head. There's, like, nice. nothing. And so it just fills from the bottom. But they have, like, a sign up that says, don't finger your glass hole. Because, like, if you do, if you, like, poke oh. up that magnet, it'll all... But if you don't, it's just, like, a normal glass as long as you don't fuck with the bottom. I wonder how much that happens, that people get stinking our, drunk. We were in the bar, and so the bartender, she was excellent, was our also our waitress and she was just like oh yeah it's happened multiple times i bet yeah she was like and you can see she was like you can see when they're coming to the yeah. time they'll be like just they want to do just, I'm, just, I'm gonna see what happens well, my mom like he, they made a big to do and they like show you how to do it they make a big thing it's really cute and they're like come and watch you we'll show you how it, how it works and a bunch of east texans you know our eyes are like dinner plates like oh, oh. and uh, <laughs> it's like the uh, there's a smith song that says every household appliance is like a new science in my town pretty much <laughs> that's, that's exactly just everyone oh shit yeah and she's and like we get down and mom is just like i want to but i want to do it it's like just do yeah. not why <laughs> uh. i get that though i get that same impulse because as soon I, half of it is i don't like being told what to do and that's half of it. So if somebody's like, don't do that, I'm going to be like, I'm going to do it just to show you I fucking can. Um, and the other half is just fidgeting, I guess. If there's like a weird hole. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I just hate sticky beer. So I, will, <laughs> I will refrain. See, that's the difference, I think, in you and I, is you have the gift of foresight. <laughs> uh, oh, but it was good. $3 beers. We had $3 eatings. And what a moneymaker. Oh, dude. Well, here's what's they're so smart because all of the magnets are letters, and so the more like beers you get, you get all of the letter magnets, and so you can just like oh. and spell shit on your fridge. And so like last night, two 
couples, two grown ass couples, it was like Hunter and me and Mom and Roger were like, "What magnets do you have?" And, oh, you know, oh, that seems so fun. It's brilliant. Oh it's yeah, so smart. What a good idea. It was so fun, and like they had, we had some like corn dog battered oh, fried shrimp. Stop there. And it oh was so good. You had me at corn dog batter, and I had like this beef tenderloin pot pie, and almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> But my whole point to bring all of this up is because she made us, they have like an Irish coffee drink and mm. a whole menu for just after dinner cocktails, which are dessert, which are great. After dinner cocktails are something that we need as a people to bring back. I think so. And this was new to me, you know, but it was great. And it was Irish whiskey, whiskey, mm. coffee, and whip, like heavy whipping cream. Mm. And it oh my God. was so great. That sounds really good. And you've crafted such a beautiful restaurant style. There's almost nothing I love more in this world than, like, a cheese board. Oh, my God, dude. I know. Little cheese. Some grapes here. We got chocolate bread. I like chocolate on there because it gets so salty sometimes. Having that sweetness. To kind of cut it Mm. down. I like chocolate anytime. The best time to wear a striped sweater. Is all the time. Is all the time. I haven't had a symphony bar in at least a year. And it's... Really, just tugging at my heartstrings. <laughs> how delicious it is! I let they make another one, which I'm not huge. Uh, I have to be in like a very specific mood for toffee, but they make one that is like that, but with mm. like full of toffee. Yeah, my dad loves toffee. It hurts my teeth. He likes like Heath bars and stuff. So does my mom. She likes mm. score bars. Oh, yeah, and like she always gets those are always her thing. I had a roommate that would buy bags of crumbled up Heath, like on the baking aisle, where mm. you can get like chocolate mm-hmm. chips and shit. Mm. She would buy a huge bag of crumbled up Heath bar and just eat it by the spoonful. That hurts my teeth. That hurts my <laughs> teeth. They want to run out of my gums right now. <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> no. So. So we gather here today. Today for... is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. That's about the story of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our year in, in wrap-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is interesting. You know, it is. you brought this up earlier, looking around at the difference mm-hmm. of what we're rolling with now oh, yeah. versus what we started with. And we did already make a comparison that was pretty funny. So like, like we said, we're going to throw up a picture on Instagram. And for as nice as it is in this room... And has grown up and put together and real podcasters that we feel like there is still a huge <laughs> bright orange like work like construction I, man's. I don't know what I keep calling it a vice, but I know it's not a vice grip. It's, it's just a huge a clamp. clamp, a huge fucking like car automotive part clamp, and it clamps to the table, and then it itself clamps more things, and it's <laughs> my makeshift mic hold like stand holder because hers broke right i don't know where it is because uh as fancy as we think we are our mic arms are 12 dollars. yeah um and they've lasted us a whole a whole goddamn year which honestly i gotta say i've they have far lasted more they lasted far more than i thought they would oh for I mean, sure really i'm thoroughly impressed oh with yeah these mic arms oh hell yeah except now i only have 60 percent of one but yeah, my but... stand-in role is great and it's intimidating um Dude. It's powerful. If it's not phallic, I don't know what is. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, if it's not phallic, I don't want it. <laughs> so it is our, our not our, I was going to say our 50th birthday. <laughs> 
It is our one year pod birth. Pod birth. Pod birth. Mm. Squishy. A whole year. How do you feel about that? Let's get that big question out of the way. How do you feel about it? It's weird, you know? Um, it doesn't feel like it's been a year. Does it not? It, it does not. Mm. And I will scroll through sometimes. Because I listen to our show regularly mm-hmm. just because. We're narcissists. <laughs> Uh, yes. No. <laughs> There's ego there. No. And, but it, I don't know. I just do. And I'll, I'll like listen to a new one compared to an old one. Every yeah. Again, you definitely. Know? And well, it is definitely like when a coach kind of will tape a game and then show it back to the players. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's nice to hear where we came from, areas where we could improve. Yeah. I hope that we sound in our voices and our speech patterns like we've adjusted and and. I think we have. I think so, too. Well, and it's like, oh, now I remember what I was going to say. It just totally <laughs> left my brain. That's how it works. Yeah. If you ever forget if you ever forget something, jump in the shower, I swear, and you'll remember it. Really? It's it's a thing. Because you know your mind wanders, and then they have that whole subreddit shower when thoughts. When you're and in your subconscious. If you yeah. forget something, don't th- don't try to remember it. Just take a nice a shower. shower. And that makes sense. by the time it's done, you'll be like, oh, that's what it was. Oh, dude. <laughs> but, like, uh... You know, I'll, I'll scroll down and then I'll I'll see that there's that many episodes and I'm just like, how are there that many? I know, like, it's weird. I have found podcasts before that I really love. I jumped on the train maybe a little bit too late, mm. and you you find a podcast you really dig in it, and then it hits twenty episodes and it just they're gone. That seems yeah. There seems to be like a a mid year kind mm-hmm. of milestone maybe it wasn't very tough it wasn't working out Mm -hmm. a lot of you know a lot of stuff goes into it a lot of part you know we had to get the mic arms and a lot of shit you don't even expect yeah Yeah, ever and i mean we basically started with like a phone and a a computer that ran like windows 95 and like a one one yeti snowball yeah (laughs) and that's it so I think if you're, and we have a lot of questions. We do have listener questions coming mm-hmm. up today. A lot of people did want to know the the process. How do you start a podcast? What do you do? And how do you keep it going? And what do you need? Uh, yeah. And we can break that down, I think. I've got to, I'm very excited to answer these Me questions. Too. There were some great ones. There's some really good ones. Oh, there's one in particular. We're very excited. We're itching but... to get to. But on that note, let's do a listener question. I'm ready. We may not have addressed it officially yet, but uh, this is going to be a chatty episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should probably clarify. <laughs> there are no topics. Um, this is more about us and our pod birth. And the birth of the pod. The birth of the pod. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question here from Monica. Oh. Monica says, do you have a favorite talisman or pendant that you wear all the time if yes and it's not too personal what's the story behind it i um and it may be i may just be a disloyal bitch but i (laughs) um i i have a select few Mm -hmm. that i rotate between okay uh for different purposes yeah for sure uh like almost all of them are kyler jewelry pieces Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i have my like set ones like my new big meaty boy Mm. amethyst is like up there and my fucking uh that green calcite? Yeah, that can of butter green opal. Oh, that yeah. I have that just looks it like looks a... like a smooth weed butter. It does. That somebody, like, put a perfect little... A perfect little notch in. Dent. Like, those two uh, are big. And, of course, my calcite. Mm-hmm. Like, if I just... My calcite and me have history. 
uh, that one's special and it's like on days usually when I'm, I'm like I know I gotta I gotta get some shit done and I just mm. kind of need to just feel good about it and just get it done I'll put that guy on yeah and it's I just kind of chug a lug through the day oh, yeah. but those those are mine and I always have um one and it's off for the first time that little brown bracelet that I got at Hearth Wisdom yeah I just immediately loved yes I you have been wearing that almost every time I've seen you when your skin was not burnt to a crisp I yeah I, well, I hadn't taken it off so I had to take it <laughs> off because I, my arms are first degree burned I am I am podcasting with an actual lobster right it's now it's so shitty it's <laughs> awful and so I had to take my bracelets off because they couldn't even touch my skin without it being upset about it. <laughs> What's yours? You have a little elephant, don't you? A little traveling elephant? I have a travel, a traveling elephant. I have a pendant that I have no idea where I got. I think it was somewhere like Sam Moon. And if you don't have Sam Moon where you're from, it is a... Dude. It's wish.com in, in a, a store. store. Yeah. yeah. For jewelry and clothes and shit. Like. Which is to say you can get a lot of stuff real cheap, but don't expect it to last too, too long. Oh, yeah. No, it's like night out pieces yeah. that you wear once <laughs> and then they break halfway through the night. If you're going to a wedding and forgot some jewelry <laughs> and you have to make a quick pick stop. Um, <laughs> pick stop. I do. I have, a, I have a little elephant. He's a little silver or tin or whatever fake silver material he's made out of. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> And he's got these rhinestone eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, and I, I have him for travel, and I like to wear him on a little chain. I've given him to my husband when he's gone places before, and that feels right. Mm. I don't know why. It's just one of those things that it kind of told me what it was for. Uh, and on most days, not today, but on most days, I do wear my ring that Kim from Clever mm-hmm. Clever Kim's Curios made for you know, a little summer, summer protection yeah. amulet. But I would like a everyday that I just constantly left on my body. But my skin is such a sensitive bitch. Yeah. Not against oils or creams or anything, but metals. My skin is a pampered lady. Mine is very, very particular yeah. on what I can use. If it's It's got to be gold or some kind of high grade. Sterling silver yeah. sometimes. I Though, however, piercings, I just can't have it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your body just it just rejects, rejects them. It. Like even my ears, like even if I wear gold earrings, mm-hmm. they get irritated. It's just not meant to be. Cheap ass costume kind of jewelry, like those coffin earrings I have. I will paint the sticks, the studs, whatever, with clear nail polish. No problems. See, if I put anything that's not <laughs> gold, gold, like yeah. It might, they'll swell. My skin will rot and fall off. Mine, they'll get super tender and my ears will swell. <laughs> and it's like I'm allergic to it and it sucks. So I've just given up. I just don't. I've been getting into ear cuffs recently. I want some. Yeah, Damn it. I love them. I want some pretty bad. Uh, shall we do another question? I would love another question. I like these. These are fun. Oh. Ooh. Here's one from Destiny. Destiny. Destiny says, Texas can be pretty conservative. Mm. Do you find it difficult to be out of the broom closet there? I've not had any problems. Mm-hmm. I, but part of that, I think, is because of how I've lived my life. Mm-hmm. It's not surprising. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, haven't ha- I haven't received any, uh, like, backlash or comments or anything like that. Yeah. Granted, I mean, I'm not, like walking around screaming that I'm a witch. Exactly. But I'll be open about it on social media mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's, I just don't think it's surprising. I mean, I've, I've always been a little weird. So I don't think, 
And it's just one of those things that they're like, huh, yeah, that's probably about yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's her. Yeah. I do have a necklace that I have that just says witch. <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe that counts. I never have felt scared. No, me neither. You know. Which I feel very fortunate about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of times that I've opened my front door on my street and, like, looking into my house, you see, like, a broom over the d- the doorway. Mm-hmm. And I have a Ouija board f- entryway mat. And just some other shit that's kind of a giveaway, I think. And and if you look just right, there is a big pentagram in my living room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think there, there have been a couple of times that I've been, like, not scared, I guess. But, but you kind just... of wonder if anyone's watching. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, I, I wonder if anyone, that. you know, and I... You know, I, I feel like maybe if there was some gossip, that, that's the worst of it, is yeah. maybe some weird gossip. <laughs> I felt like I, I crossed a threshold recently, and this is going to sound so silly. So around here, especially in East Texas, um, there's a, you know, a very large misconception on the meaning of a pentacle. Mm-hmm. And so that's always been like a threshold to me if I ever wear a pentacle or something like yeah. that. And it's super subtle, but like a, on the Patreon, like our private group, we're doing like a round robin box exchange where everybody's cleaning out their drawers and passing it around. Which I did not know what that was. That is so fucking cool. I never, it's, of course, Cam thought of it because she thinks of all of the oh my cool gosh. shit that we do or need she to do. She is like. <laughs> She's the best any, ever. Any idea we've ever had has it basically came from been Kim, honestly. Kim. And so she started it and. Uh, you know, we have two boxes now going around and everybody, you know, may takes a few things and then puts things in mm-hmm. and every, it's just a mishmash. And it's a take one, leave one box. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I opened up and uh, Kim, first of all, I don't, she is a puzzle master and she fit all of this stuff in the tiniest <laughs> box and I was pulling it out. Just, oh, and you were so mad because you had to get a bigger box. Yeah, I had to get a bigger box. I was like, there's no, I can never put this back in there again. I just remember you coming in and you were like angrily like slam the box down. You're like, God damn it. I was like, I can't fix, I don't know how she did it. I just gave up. Magic. Magic. An actual magic Uh, spell. And so out fell this little, and you could tell she handcrafted it herself with her masterful hands. And it's this copper pentacle ring with two crescent moons facing the other Mm -hmm. way. So it kind of makes the, like the, Uh the moon, but it has a pentacle in the middle and I've been wearing it every day. And it's like, it's my it's my threshold. I'm mm-hmm. wearing a pentacle in mm-hmm. public, even if it's subtle. Yeah, that was like a big a big step. And like it, social media talking about witchcraft and shit, that's like not as big of a deal as yeah. wearing a pentacle. Yeah, people around here think that's devil worship. Exactly, you know for sure. And there is a little bit, and I, I guess I, I should say we are lucky enough. We are lucky enough that there is an element of thrill. That comes with it. There to, is. to me. There is. Bit. I absolutely yeah. understand. It's a new frontier. It's a new frontier, man. And to kind of feel like a part of something or feel mm-hmm. like a part of a group. Um, and even if it's in, in a small way. And I don't know. It, there's also kind of the small hope that you'll make eye contact with somebody mm-hmm. and they'll kind of like give you a wink and you'll be mm-hmm. like in a secret club. Um, but we're lucky enough that we can do that. And and I feel more open in real life at the grocery store in front of a bunch of strangers than I do on my personal, like uh, on my, if anyone follows my personal Instagram, I don't really post that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't want to have that conversation. I'm not scared of it. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. It's just something I don't really put out there on my personal one because I'm not trying to get the comment from somebody I went to high school with talking about, do you worship the See, devil? And that, that's where I'm pleasantly surprised mm. is, is that I am and nobody's 
cared. Yeah. You know, and I'm very happy about that, you know, and it's kind of, I have to say, made me uh, realize that it's, at least maybe in this area, this particular area, yeah. not that bad. And there's also people that I went to high school with that I've noticed who never would have been interested in things mm. like this, posting pictures of, even if it's like base level entry type yeah. things that may not be like full on spiritualism, mm-hmm. I, you could tell it's penetrating into the yeah. mainstream. Yeah. And so I think opinions are changing slowly, yeah. but they are changing, especially in people our age. Yeah. So it's getting better, for sure. And I think it's a good thing to do. I mean, if you feel, you know, I might try to experiment with it here, Mm -hmm. you know, and try to put some little clues and hints out there. Because I would like to be more, look at this witchy thing I found, you know. Yeah. But I think it's good to do. If if you're in a situation where you feel safe, that you can do it safely. Um, And I do. Again, very blessed. I feel like I could come out on anything and say I'm a witch. And besides hard conversations or annoying conversations, nothing would really happen. Yeah. Hopefully. But it's good to do so other people can. There's people out there with questions, you know. And that's what we've learned, I think, the most from the podcast. Is there are people who really want to. And they just need someone to start the conversation. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. It's been been fun. It's been. It's been. There you are. (laughs) I swore I was going to get you, I think, two episodes ago. Yeah. And I was like, this episode, and you didn't. I swear it. And I feel like I've broken a swear because I didn't get you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know what I remember from the early days? What do you remember from the early days? The, the not being sure. Of what was going to happen. Not fear, but just the, I hope this works. Remember our six-month rule? Uh, barely, see? We had a rule that we said we would go for six months. We were going to start it. And That's we were right. not going to stop until we made it six months. And then and we if, could reevaluate. We could reevaluate. And if it was growing, we would keep going. We didn't even we, we didn't even have that conversation. No, because by six months in, there it, was, was no, yeah. it was already working. And so we just kept going. I, I, it's just something I'm really glad we went for. Yeah. Follow your dreams, kids. Follow your dreams. Keep in mind, they are hard, but follow them. Okay, yeah, which brings us to some other uh, questions. We've got a question from Summer. Well, first of all, it starts off with congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Summer. What is the hardest part about doing the podcast itself? What advice would you give to someone considering starting one? I think, um, for me, is the schedule. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it really, it does, it gets difficult when you're eight or nine weekends in a row to where you haven't had a free weekend. Yeah. Those are the times when it gets tough. It does get tough. And as much as we love what we do. Yeah. And it's a good time and we like seeing each other and hanging out and it's fun. Anytime you're leaving your home and going to somebody else's or someone's coming over to your house. It's just not rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's not rest. It, it, that's my main thing is be prepared for work. Yeah, for being tired. For work. It's going to wear you out. It's fulfilling. Yeah. In every way, but it's very tiring. The kind of stuff you wouldn't even think about. Behind the scenes kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know? The fearful times when episodes get lost. Yeah. Or and any- having to come out to people and say, 
dudes, we're so sorry. This week we got dick. We man. Got, we got nothing. nothing. Like, and we never want to disappoint people because there, there's also been times where we had to put one out a little bit late because mm-hmm. of technical difficulty or almost and, always technical uh, so, difficulty. Yeah, exactly. Be prepared for technical <laughs> difficulty. And um, and and just starting this with no prior knowledge, man. No, that's nothing. the thing. Like learning you, as you go. We had no fucking clue. It's, it's just a lot. Be prepared and definitely know what you want to do. Do you want to really think about it? Do you want to come out every week? Do you want to come out twice a month or yeah. do seasonal stuff? And and then you got to think about your um, equipment, which I would like to say, do not focus that much on your equipment at the beginning. I, I think um, I, I completely agree with that. I Don't let that stop you. Exactly. Don't wait to have the perfect mic or the perfect yeah. computer. You know, just... Have what you have and start. If we can start how we started oh my God. and people still listen to that. Yeah, I know. I, I do wonder how many people listen to our first episode about halfway and are like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, but yeah. we made it. We did. You know, yeah. we made that episode. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think if we would have waited around for too much longer just to hope to get things better, it probably never would have yeah. happened. Yeah. And it's hard when you're a perfectionist, I think. Yeah. Which I think we both have a little bit of that yeah. in us. <laughs> but it's so interesting because it's humbling. By the time mm. that you get the mics and you get the computer and you record everything, by the time you edit it up, you're pretty goddamn proud of it. It's yeah. interesting. It's when you work. can sit back with a fully named saved file and you're like, it's pretty. Yeah. I made a thing. Yeah. I made a thing and people are going to listen to it. And you know what? One person might like it. And that, that is so cool. It's really humbling too. And, and if you think that way in the beginning, because like, it still blows our minds that we have people who listen to us loyally. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's... And, and that, thank that, you guys, by the way. Yeah. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> and it's... And so when it starts out and you see that you have like 30 listeners, 40 listeners, oh and you're like, gosh. that's more people than I personally know. That, so it, that means yes. that people are actually listening. When we put out our first episode, and there was a little bit of social media not marketing, but just kind of drumming up that yeah. we had to do, you know, and you have to do that because if you just release a podcast, some people might stumble onto it and you'll probably yeah. grow, but you need this st- as much as I hate everybody, it. just anybody yeah. we could and trying to make connections. You need and the stupid hashtags. You need <laughs> the goddamn hashtags. You need the goddamn hashtags. And, uh, you know, you need to make sure that when you sign up for your hosting site, which we, I'm sure we'll get into later, there's questions about that. Um, you need to make sure that they're going to push your podcast to places like Spotify where, yeah. where people will search words like witchy or yeah. uh, herbs or whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. searching. Or they might even show you new this week. Somebody actually said they found us that way, which was mind blowing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You just got to think about those little things. And um, SEO is yeah. serious business. Yeah. And it's and it's hard it when is. you come out with something every week to think of different words. Yeah. Uh, but not. Too many words where people will get bored and stop. And, yeah. Um, you know, there's, I guess I forgot my original train of thought here, but what I'm saying is be prepared Yeah. for the little things you didn't think about. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And focus less on the equipment. Next question. Next question. This is fun. I know. I'm ticking I'm going to eat a muffin. Oh, I'm going to eat a muffin right goddamn now. I got a goddamn fucking muffin. Blueberry? No, Banana not blueberry. <laughs> the furthest thing from blueberry. Is it? Is that how the scale works? Eh. Blueberry on one end, banana on Nothing, the other. Yeah, end? exactly. <laughs> I forgot that there was fruit in both. Um, 
I focus mostly on the 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 nut part. Mm. I love I love pecans and shit. You love a good nut. I love a good. I was trying to avoid it. Uh-uh. Couldn't happen. Mm-mm. I love nuts in my bread. Yeah, Next question. <laughs> we got something here from Caitlin. Caitlin says, "Congrats, heart emoji." Thank you very much. You made it sound like she was thanking the heart emoji and not us. <laughs> Caitlin says, congrats. What do you feel has changed about your practices since you began the podcast? That's a, that's a, that's a good one. I find myself now able to, um, to improvise. Mm. And that is, that was a big goal for me that mm-hmm. I wasn't really aware of. I just yeah. became aware that it had been achieved. I remember specifically talking about, I can't wait to the day where I can just pull things from my shelf. Yes. It's happened. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. It was pretty recent for me. The day that I made the protection tonic mm-hmm. for when we did the last spooky soap, mm-hmm. I, I just got in the zone and I made this concoction and I knew it to be effective because I I just knew of what yeah. went in it and it felt right and I put everything and I finished it and was just like, I just witchcraft the fuck out of yes. that. It just like I just knew. I just made a thing. And that was like a big moment of like, man, I would never have been able to have done that. And to not feel like you had to follow no. a recipe. No. It was great. To be like, oh, I need two of these and one of these. Mm-hmm. And you just take what you have on hand and be like, you know what? I know that uh, patchouli does this. Yeah. It can do 500 other things, but I know one of the things it mm-hmm. does is this and add it to your shit. And I think that's actually to take off that, to piggyback that's kind of where I think I've seen the most improvement. Now, there's been a lot of changes in my practice, but what I have enjoyed the most is the confidence, the decisiveness, Yes, I think. Um, because when we started, I was very much that person who needed, well, I can't, I have to make a, a protection tonic. I have to make it this certain way. Which yeah. well, Should I use this recipe or this one? Which one's going to, oh shit, what's going to work better? And you just roll with what Have a panic right. attack. And yeah. yeah, now it's like, I don't need somebody to tell me how to do Mm -hmm. that i'll i'll you know throw an egg in there and (laughs) throw some salt and have a good time (laughs) also my stock has greatly improved (laughs) my yeah i um i'm starting to make things for myself now Uh which is fun my gardenias are blooming and i'm about to make gardenia oil which i cannot wait for i am gonna shit a chicken when you do that i'm so I love gardenia. I do too. And like, it's full bloom uh, right now. And I was on my porch the other day and it just wafted over some, you know, I have that in my honeysuckle oils mm. and making my own teas and things. Mm. And I, I just like to, I'm, I'm like a foraging now yeah. and that's very exciting. That's very cool. I drink the ass out of that tea. Did you? Do I you did. enjoy it? I loved it. And I also could not figure out how to put a bleep noise over the name of the tea in the one of the most recent episodes. <laughs> so I just put a space and it has kind of a creepy breathy noise in the background. But that's the best I could do. It was like, is this tea? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. It's weird. Krista. Our old friend Krista. Krista. H. Oh, yeah, lovely. Man. Krista says, I love you guys. We love you, too. We love you, too, Krista. Man, Krista's an OG. She is an OG, man, from the beginning. From the beginning. Thank you for sticking with us, Krista. (laughs) (laughs) She says, congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, My question is, what is your favorite thing you have learned about yourself this year? So happy I discovered you all and have been able to see your confidence bloom into wonderful magical witches. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. What have we learned about ourselves? I've learned a lot about myself. Let's get into it. Let's have a chat. I learned a whole bunch. 
Let's go down that rabbit hole. It's been a, I've kind of learned, I think, what type of practice I lead Mm. this year. And uh, it's really, it's a very, it's more of a spiritual practice, Mm -hmm. you know, I, uh, but not so much in the form of deities and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just through a lot of reflection, I've figured out that, you know, working with the earth and elementals of Mm -hmm. the earth and things like that is where I need to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's been a big knowledge, just learning point. And, you know, I, I kind of believe that I am of the earth. Yeah. I That's kind of where I gravitate. And everybody might have their thing that they, you know, whether it be spirits mm-hmm. or think mine is earth energy. Yeah. And now that I know that I can hone that. Mm-hmm. And it's been really good to, like, feel nestled, not lost and, like, yeah. floundering on where I feel like I need. I feel like I know where I am now. And mm-hmm. now I can just start growing. Feels good. It's like when you have a sample platter. <laughs> And you try a little bit of everything, and then you find, oh, shit, this cheese is the one. That's the jam. And then you can really dig into that <laughs> and cheese. And you just go for it. And you don't feel bad about everything else, because you mm-hmm. know what? You tried it. Mm-hmm. You gave it a go. I was looking at a spread in front of me, and that's where that metaphor came from. It's <laughs> totally applicable. <laughs> uh, and I myself have learned, oh, God, also a lot, you know? I've learned I got to chill about mm. the the pers- trying to be so precise about mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. and I've learned that there's a couple of things that I've got to have, man. I got uh, certain um, ingredients I must have on hand mm. that mm-hmm. I use for everyday practice that I've kind of made an everyday practice out of sandalwood, cinnamon, um, just things like that. And I've also found that I am I was correct when we started off, and I think everyone will be. When they have little hunches and things about themselves. And when we first started, I knew I was going to be kind of like into the ancestor thing yeah. a little bit. Whereas now, I've, I've heard someone recently use the term spirit team okay. uh, to kind of describe everybody that they've got kind of looking out for them. And that's, that's mine. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like I have my little spirit team and I'm now I'm in the process of getting to know them and yeah. seeing whose energy comes forth and stuff. But it's it's something I'm firm in now. I, I, I think I've seen myself solidify on yeah. things. Yeah. Also, divination is where it's at for me, and yeah. I've I've discovered that You're never. Big in that. I've always. <laughs> I went to Colorado with my parents when I was God eight, maybe. We're in a cloud. That's exactly the trip. Yep. Thank you so much for bringing that up. You're welcome. I could not grasp the fact that when we went to the top of a mountain, that we were inside of a cloud, essentially. And I could not understand. I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. And it's on tape somewhere. <laughs> wow. Me. It, <laughs> exactly. Sounding just like that. <laughs> yeah. One of those white things in the sky? We're inside of that? I don't know why I'm a 20s gangster. You're also kind of like Peter Griffin. <laughs> Like kid Peter Griffin. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my parents took me to what is looking back on it, a metaphysical shop, a witch store. And my parents got me a pendulum, my first little pendulum. And that was my first foray into it. Mm. And I'm just looking back through life and being like, I was correct yeah. in my hunches. That's your draw. That's my draw. And I think it's also one of those trust yourself more kind of things. I think... It is very easy, even before you are aware of it, before you're out of the broom closet, before you even know that you're in a broom closet, mm-hmm. you do, I think our spirits are naturally inclined. And, you know, if you believe, I, I kind of align, align myself more with past lives, you yeah. know, and if you believe that your past lives are, your spirit always returns kind of to the same thing, you yeah. know, and it's like. I feel like even as a child, I was drawn to the earth, the woods, barefoot, being 
three years old wandering in the woods, you know, and walking it's like, like a cat. Yeah. And even you from a young girl mm-hmm. were drawn to spirits yeah. and communicating with ancestors yeah. and things like that. And I think there's our spirits subtly little pat, like pieces of what we've always been kind yeah. of carry us through. There's a connecting thread that yeah. runs through all of those realities and all of those times that we've been who we were and, it's just very cool to kind of grasp onto that thread and be mm-hmm. like, this is my anchor. You know? Yeah. And we were talking about it because Hunter's a pretty skeptical guy, but that's mm-hmm. one thing that he was talking because he is, you know, just as I am deeply rooted to the earth, he is spiritually tied deeply to the water. Yeah. Uh, he has probably spent more time of his life on a dock or on water than not. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just where he feels like he needs to be. And so it's, he, he said before, he was like, I see myself in a past life. He says, like, as a subsistence fisherman on a boat mm-hmm. in the ocean. He was like, I can see it clear yeah. as day. I know that that's who I have just always, wherever his soul always finds water. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is so interesting. I, I can see that absolutely as his element. Oh, it's it's huge. And I don't know much. I really, that's something that I haven't gotten that much into. I don't know the symbolism completely behind each element you know i don't know i I know that air is like intelligence and and things like this but i just sometimes people just feel very like you're very you feel very earth i only do yeah i only feel truly myself Mm -hmm. when i'm amongst the earth when i'm pulled from it like in a city things Mm -hmm. like that when there's concrete and i really i die yeah and just like yesterday when we took the kayaks out we went down the uh natchez river and he was out there, and I, he, I could tell that he felt finally at again home. at yeah. home, yeah. you know? And it's just, oh, I get it. Do you have one? Do you really have an element that you, like, or any... I guess other your long thing is spirit work. It's just always yeah. kind of run through. Yeah, your... I, I think that on if we're looking at, like, the pentagram, yeah. pentacle kind of thing of earth, wind, yeah. fire, spirit, spirit I'm, I think I'm there. I think I'm in spirit. <laughs> I'm, uh, I have an interesting relationship with water. Mm. I, I love the water, mm-hmm. but I don't really like how I immerse myself in earth, probably in a reckless way, you know, walking barefoot in woods, mm-hmm. you know, and shit like that where there's goddamn snakes and stuff. <laughs> the water, I don't like to push my luck with. Yeah. I, I feel like it almost doesn't fully welcome me. Mm. I can't think of it in any other way. Like yeah, I love no, to be I a part it. of it. But I never feel truly comfortable with it. Okay, sure. Yeah. I have a healthy respect and fear <laughs> for water. Yeah. Um, because if you think about it, every element has its form of major di- disaster. Yeah. Right? There's huge fires and tornadoes and anything water is truly terrifying. It freaks me out. Like, what is that? Uh... Open ocean makes me want to throw up. What is that thing? Thalassophobia, when you're scared of yeah. things submerged in water that mm-hmm. you could... Those pictures of, like, sunken ships... Make my palms sweat. They make me feel like I'm going to throw up. And to me, it's not so much that as when you see things like uh, like a boat from an aerial perspective and you see, like, a big-ass whale underneath it, like the shadow. Yeah. And the thing to me is I know these whales are gentle. I know you could probably swim up to the little bitch and he'll, you know, let you grab on and take you for a ride. one flick of that tail is going to But the the fact there's something so massive under you... Yeah. I just, I, I have a very split uh, view of water to where mm. it's like the moment that you are in water, you are no longer on earth. 
Exactly. It's it's very extraterrestrial. It is. It doesn't even seem like the same planet. Yeah. And I think because I am so Earth based, mm-hmm. that is put that's turning me upside down yeah. in my head. Yeah. And so it's like when and I'm a great. I love swimming and things, but I like swimming in certain places mm-hmm. that I can see through and that I know that nothing. It's not that it's my world. Yeah. If it's a pool. That's my world. Yeah. I put that there. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going <laughs> and submerging myself in a wild place, mm-hmm. a different universe. It scares the bejesus yeah. out of me. I like the element of water. I love, but the home of water, yeah, is something that is that is fear. And I have this theory that we have an element that we kind of are. Yeah, I think we have an element that we live in, and then I think we have an element that um, is like a current thing. Yeah. I, and I think everyone can kind of cycle through. Oh yeah, like right I, now it's it's fire for me. But you know what? I'm really starting to dig air, like wind and shit yeah. like that. I think that's my current cycle that I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. But I do agree that, and then you always have your, like, you know, earth is always going to be my constant. Yes, exactly. But I do, I'll go, and right now water is kind of my, like, fickle mistress. Yes. You know, yeah, the, kind it's of, the fickle mistress. Yeah, I'm, I'm dabbling with, you know. And I like having Hunter with me to do it because he's fearless with water. Yeah. It, it's home. It's nice to have someone who's confident yeah yeah in, in their element and so i mean it's like he'll just get out there he'll get in the water whatever he's not afraid of it mm-hmm. and so it's nice to have that reassurance mm-hmm. of it's like all right this is his domain mm-hmm. i'm just gonna just gonna roll with this yeah. you know i don't know it's neat you've brought up something that i can't get out of my head hmm. i've literally never thought of spirit as an option yeah and it's rocking my ass off yeah i think it's absolutely an element huh i, I mean i've i've known that it's you know t- but i didn't ever think of it as an option yeah well, because I think what's the the way that I always see it. So you have you know your elements, which mm-hmm. I think elements are their own spirits. You know, yeah. it's just a it's a channel. Yeah. So and the energy that you get from Earth is different from fire and water, mm-hmm. but there's still a communication. There's a spirit there. Yeah. And to me, spirit, the you know the actual is the energy of life. Yeah. The energy of things past, conscious beings that have lived, mm-hmm. and it's just another way to channel that. You know, the yeah. others are just. I don't know. To me, it makes perfect sense. That's your energy line that and you I, pull from. I view them all as very equal. Mm-hmm. I view them all as very... Because I know some people think um, um, spirit is almost an abstract thing or it's up there and we're not quite with it. And mm-hmm. and I view it a little bit like, again, we've made this reference, but in Zelda, Ocarina of Time, yes. when the Triforce is yes. made, it's like these these beings came together and they were like, let's make a thing all work together. Yeah. Yeah, and you just might communicate better with one or two of them, you know. Um, But I feel like your spirit, your base, the the cord of your existence runs true with one of them, a little bit more dominant than the others. And I think that dictates your lives, Mm -hmm. whatever you turn out to be. Whoa. Yeah. That was a deep one. That's a fun one. We've got one from Rika or Rika. I'm so sorry if I'm not saying that right. They say congratulations. Thank you. You've created such a wonderful family and coven here. Oh. Thank you. We, I mean, we really did nothing. You guys, Kate, y'all stuck around. <laughs> it would have been a coven of two if you wouldn't have showed up. Remember in the early days, I was pushing for the name of the show to be Coven of Two. Or maybe it was just, na- let's name the first episode that, I forget, Coven of Two. Coven of Two. Was like. In my mind. And you were pushing so hard for Welcome to the Coven until I finally got on board on like episode three or four. Oh, I would not stop. I know. And were... to this day, I will I will not. I'm glad that it worked. <laughs> but now I'm glad that it wasn't that because that 
would mean it was just us. Yeah. And not everyone here who's in this, you know, coven in this family. And it did at the beginning, though, it did just feel like us. It did feel like us. Yeah. But, you know, okay. So anyway, the question here is, have you ever been to the West Coast? If you have, did you visit any cool places? Yeah. I went to, uh, speaking of water, I spent a few days in San Diego. San Diego. Uh, <laughs> and... um La Jolla, La Jolla Cove. Mm. Uh, first time I ever went kayaking, and that started that whole relationship. Was that fairly recent? Uh, 2016. <laughs> I had to think about that, yeah. <laughs> it was a slow come together. Yeah, 2016. <laughs> it was really, really beautiful. Very mm-hmm. expensive, mm. but very beautiful. I went to San Francisco mm. when I was seven. I remember. That, that yeah. was also you went to Alcatraz then, right? Yeah, we went to Alcatraz and we went up to uh, Sonoma. But I want to go back to the West Coast. Yes. It always reminds me of that song, uh, I miss you. I'm going, going back home to, to the West Coast. Coast. Yeah. I want to visit the any any part of the Redwood See, Forest. That's, my soul is very called right now to the Pacific yeah. Northwest and Redwood Forest and all of that. I want to go swim with the ghosts. And just anywhere up there in the Pacific Northwest. I would love to go to, like, Portland. For, yeah. like, just go stay up there for, like, a week or two. Yeah. Just fuck around Portland. Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got a question from Char. Char! Which throws me off every time. It makes me think of Charman. Oh, the Charman. What is it? You just go and scream and he screams back? Yeah, that dude. <laughs> oh. When you hear your when name. When you hear your name and it's not that common, that's you're like. If I hear someone our age named Macy, because there's like, a, there was kind of a Macy boom for like girls right now that are like 10 or 8. Right, yeah. But growing up, I, I knew one yeah, other you're, Macy. Yeah, you're about you it. You know, and like there was not many. And so it's like when I hear a Macy, I'm like, whoa. Like, like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Excuse you. Name. Char says. Uh, congratulations, what a big milestone. Man, we're happy we made it. <laughs> uh, fears are big obstacles when starting down our own paths. What might have been the biggest fear or concern, or maybe just even a misconception about something that you overcame since starting? Are you still working on others? Ooh. That's a tough, that's a tough one. I had... 100% definite fear of backlash of negative energy. Oh, okay. Like when I would try oh, to yeah. cleanse and so when you first start, because you're like, what am I fucking with? Yeah. Is this going to like come back and like just whoop my ass like yeah. and be mad at me for trying to get rid of it? Or if I don't get rid of it enough, will it just like get stronger? You yeah. Know? That took some time to get over mm-hmm. and took that confidence of you can feel it in your body when a room is clean and whatever was in there is gone. Yeah. And it takes a minute to get that. But before then, you know, you're just like, oh, oh, am I just going to piss it off? Yeah. Like, it, that was a big one for me that I needed Or when to your backpack over. fell over, it wasn't the That story. was the first time I ever, mm-hmm. yes. And I was chilled to my core because <laughs> I, I staged a house for the first time. It was an old house. Mm-hmm. We were only living in it temporarily. And I staged it. And it was an old farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And it felt good, you know, and I, I could definitely feel like almost like you know when Harry grabs his wand for the first time and it light you know yeah. that's what it felt like it, it was it felt right you know but at the same time I had that just underlying tone of uneasiness of am I doing this right though what am like, I getting into is this exactly yeah. is this the way I need to do it or if I don't do it right is something gonna happen yeah. 
And then like, like later, it's, it's a beacon for, for all kinds of shit. Yes. You know, and I was just like, it's thinking these thoughts going to invite in mm-hmm. all of these demons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so later that night I was just like in the living room and my backpack was propped up on something and it just shoom, fell down. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, oh God, oh God, oh, it's here. Yeah. I'm with you. Demons. Yeah. That was, <laughs> and you got to keep in mind where we grew up. You know, we have a very, uh hardwired innate fear yeah. of demons yes um the devil yeah and uh so there there was that i uh, not necessarily for me i didn't you know have like the damnation fear yeah. but i had the fear of evil yeah you know and like what where does that come in where can that sneak into mm-hmm. your life can do, does this open doors yeah. is the real question and i i struggled with that for a little bit until i kind of came into my own i was like no i control all of that yeah fuck off my, one of my favorite things is um some meme but it's get out of my house i am the witch you are the ghost yeah, you know get like, out of my off. house fuck yeah. off i love it and that you kind of have to uh, you've learned to to adopt that i am the witch yeah you are the bad thing mm-hmm. i win mm-hmm. um yeah i'm with you i did have a little bit of the damnation thing really as as weird as that is because i've never describe myself as much less describing myself as anything i've never believed in hell i don't think that it's a thing that's a at least in a permanent way i understand that yeah um i don't think it's this big scary bad place where you go if you've made mistakes you know it's i think it's if anything it's like a re-education program that's what i think however being i guess where you grew up and just hearing these things there's a part of me that was like but what if yeah but what if yeah i get that um so that took a while to kind of i had that when i was much younger yeah um it was a bit more relevant to me then um and i i would see things and and worry you Mm -hmm. know and things like that um but yeah you just i think you're uh not even necessarily your upbringing, but your surroundings play a very big role Yeah, in what uh, fears that you can experience mm-hmm. when you first get started, you know? Can it be fear of being discovered, or can it uh. just be fear of your own spirit, mm-hmm. you know, things like that? It just kind of depends on what you grew up hearing and being around, and mm-hmm. that'll shape how you feel. Luckily, neither of us, I think, face the fear of what if someone finds out. Not not in an extreme way. No, 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 no. Because yeah. I know that there are people who, who have written in, a, a lot of people who are in those kind of teenage years have written in and said, I have a special hidden drawer yeah. where I keep some shit. And if someone were to find it, yeah. I don't know what would happen. Yeah, that um, that's a very tough, tough yeah. situation. situation. I mean, it really is like... Because you can never be spiritually sound in your spiritual practice, yeah. which makes it tough. You know, you can't fully let yourself go mm-hmm. um, with always that underlying tension of what could happen. But, you know, it's also a tradition that is long held to do things in secret. And to, oh, yeah. it almost makes you stronger to find a way to do these things that aren't, you know, it's easy for you and me. We go buy a, you know, or we go obtain uh, a bundle of something yeah. to do smoke cleansing with. We fucking run through our house smelling yeah. like smoke and yeah. no big deal. You know, but when you have to really think of ways yeah. to do this cleansing. I mean, be discreet you know, you, you have to, you, God, you got to learn. And then when it comes down to it and you do hit that day where you're out and you can live how you want it to. It feels so good. You know, then you're like, I can go do this with, with Sage or I could use one of my developed methods yeah. that I've made. Yeah. That is one thing. I mean, if you, there, I, I do believe there's a silver lining to everything. Yeah. And having to start out on such a small, careful 
scale mm-hmm. kind of gets you're kind of a macgyver witch yeah by the time it's all over yeah. like you know how to fucking finagle some shit to work you're like the survivalist yeah you know yeah you're the one in the in the movie that is gonna come up and like look okay look you guys like i actually had to practice in secret yeah. let me show you how to do some shit <laughs> um and we're all like put get it on amazon <laughs> i do want to say though that i mean to use a you know, a commonly said phrase, it does get better. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I imagine now if I would have been openly doing things that I'm doing now in high school, things would not have been so smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it gets better, you know, it gets easier and yeah. you do eventually have your time to be able to do things like this. Just, you know, it's not always, it's not always so quiet. Yeah. And it's, as much as it feels as if it's going to last forever, it's not. Mm. And I know, I, I hated being told that. Oh, when my I was God. Younger. I hated it. I, one thing I hated so much was, was high school. And I thought it was never going to end. And it wasn't because I hate school and I don't want to do the work. And really, I don't like to learn. It was going to school where I went to school and the people. And, yeah. you, you know, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. But everyone just said like it's not gonna last forever yeah and of course as an adult you realize that feels so far it's a blip yeah it's just it's a blip but in the moment it's no this is 12 years of this yeah and it's never gonna end and it does and i just i can sympathize with eye rolling that might you know come along with with that but it's so fucking true yeah it's better it does get better man we got some deep ass questions going on here feel like we're really peeling back some layers. I like it. We're like onions. We are like... <laughs> they smell? Uh, Kaylee. This is, hey, W bitches. Oh, yeah. You did a thing and it's amazing. Oh. We did do a thing. Thank you. What do you feel is the single most important practice you do? I feel pulled in so many different directions. Do I focus on energy work, herbs, spell work, divination, meditation? Do you ladies have one thing that you feel is your magical foundation? Absolutely. Oh, see? Ah, that's very <laughs> tough for me. I think then if I really have to, my foundation is meditation. Really? I mean, it's got to be. I yeah. mean, really, all of the, uh, everything I've learned that has moved my practice mm-hmm. forward, everything that has helped me understand who I am, yeah. earth work, things like that has all come from communications during meditation. Right. So I guess that would have to be my, it's my, you know, I wouldn't say that it's the strongest form of my practice because mm. that's, you know, I, I mix things up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't used to, but I do a lot of potion type stuff yeah. and do that and I cleanse and protect like I'd say like protection Mm -hmm. is probably but like the foundation that led me to it Mm -hmm. was meditation I I get that because it's hard to differ to you know make a difference between what is my foundation Mm -hmm. and what are things that I like to do Mm -hmm. because we found that there are all kinds of shit that we like to do Mm -hmm. we like to mix up herbs we like to do this that and Mm -hmm. the other but you phrased it perfectly. The thing that has moved you forward, yeah. I think, is the thing that, you know, and, and for me, that was divination. Oh, from the get-go. From the go, get-go. Yeah. And I think that anytime we've both had questions or, it, like, even sitting down to talk about the podcast, like, in our own personal time, you meditated on it. Yeah. And I would, you know, consult. divine. Consult. Yeah. You know, and, and that has been what has moved us mm-hmm. forward. Um, and the herbs are cool. And the oils are cool. And I think that that kind of shit is probably a real close number two. Yeah, it's me too. (laughs) Herb work and oil work. And it's okay to be pulled in a bunch of directions, I think. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we we say all the time that spiritualism is different for everybody. Everybody's is their own. And 
it's made of a compilation of the different fragments of your practice, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is that you do. You know, my spiritual being is formed through energy work, mm. meditation, mm-hmm. cleansing, you know, things like that. And that is formed my practice. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's what, you know, it is like, it's okay to be called in different things because that's what gives you your practice, yes. who you are. Exactly. You got it. You nailed it, man. <laughs> I'm on fire today. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I had to kind of learn to not feel like I was leaving something behind to move on to something else. Oh, I get that. You know, yeah, you do. You feel bad about it almost. If you're so into cards at yeah. the moment and, oh my gosh, all everything you do is cards. And then you start feeling like you want to do some herb work. Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad. Don't be like, I haven't talked to my cards in, in a week. They'll call you. They'll, you they'll, they're there, you know. And right now, they understand, you understand what you need to do is explore and... and you know it's very likely your cards told you to do this anyway Any, exactly yeah yeah and if you go do a one go feel like give it one shuffle do a one card draw and i bet you it will be like we're fine yeah <laughs> give it touch them give them feed them some give energy them, i do that a you lot know? like i i have gotten to where i really only read my runes when they tell me to yeah and but every now and again i will i'll pick up the bag and i'll just kind of give them some energy yeah. and feel theirs and just be like i'm still here just kind of yeah charge up like just kind of kick up some energy mm-hmm. with them and i'll just put them down shake and, them yeah. movement yeah yeah, and yeah. just like all right y'all 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 are still very important you know i'm just let me know when you need me or, or when i need yeah. to come give, talk give to me you. that twinkle yeah I'll that feel it. almost video game quest like yeah. style twinkle where you're like it's it's calling me mm-hmm. all right we have a good one here from oh. johnny what do you use to put your podcast out? How does one even start a podcast? There's a two-part question, so let's start with that. This is a bit of a technical question. Technical question. <laughs> technical question. Right now, we have upgraded to the Blue Yeti. Yeah. We started with snowballs. I really love these microphones. I do, too. I really enjoy Other than them. the demon sounds they make every now and then. Every again. once in a while, be prepared for some weird audio shit. And we record on, uh, right now we're recording on Macy's MacBook. Yep. With uh, GarageBand. Garage Band. Garage Band. Um, sometimes we record on my Mac Mini with GarageBand. Uh, and most of the editing is done on Audacity, although I don't recommend it. <laughs> so that's how, I guess it's kind of, that's how the sausage is made. But then after that, we host on a site called Buzzsprout. Which has been great. It's been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they push us to a lot of different... You know, um, pretty much anywhere, pretty much anywhere. And I saw the big ones. I saw Stitcher and I yeah, saw Podbean I, and exactly. iTunes. Uh, Spotify is a big one. Oh, yeah. But then there's a lot of little ones out there mm-hmm. that I didn't even know. And, and it's put us out there. So like, I'm grateful for that. And it's not super expensive. And and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. And as far as how do you put it out there as in getting anyone to listen like May said, SEO. That takes a lot of work. Yeah. Takes a lot of work. Social um, media stuff. Communicating with people, going to events. Yeah. Mingling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making connections. Um, you know, it's a very friendly community mm-hmm. uh, and everybody likes to raise each other up. Which yeah. we've noticed so much. Yeah. Everybody's absolutely. just helped us. So, I mean, it's like start doing that. Reach out to people. Get to know people. Talk about it, you know. And I'd say almost that really is more work than actually getting started. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like... Getting all of that kind of off the ground, but it's fulfilling. It is. And it's a lot of fun because 
while it is a lot of work and it's a lot of doing and, and yeah. especially if you are working in a duo of people who don't necessarily live that close to each other yeah. it is a lot of travel and then you know you got to remember these dates and to go to things but um it's still fun yeah it's still fun at the end of the day yeah you're socializing and you're meeting people and stuff but like you're still out of witchy bazaar yeah it's cool yeah and that's another thing i wanted to say is i i know we talk a lot about material the material things that we have mm-hmm. or have bought or specific vendors and things like that but that's because these people that we talk about all the time mm-hmm. kyler and clever kim whether or not mm-hmm. we've met them in real life or online they have been so generous oh to more with spirit promoting us, like oh, telling yeah. people you know selflessly uh, and and just so generous with their knowledge it, it is just such a welcoming fucking place man yeah Johnny also says, if you were to start traveling for the podcast, what would that look like? Just like meet and greets in random places? Come eat with us at Walmart parking lot. Um, <laughs> I would love to do, to book like a two week road trip. Yeah. With like, we would plan out the stops in advance on what night. So mm-hmm. we were like, all right, this night we're stopping here. Yeah. And not every night because that's exhausting, but like yeah. have like, a, you know, five or, you know, so five or seven stops mm-hmm. up in that two week time. On the way to Salem, maybe? Um, yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. And, you day know, one, that's been... That's it. And, you know, like, I would love to do road trip type mm. travels. Yeah. Uh, and, and just stop in different places. And we would plan them all out. And be yeah. Like, we're going to be here on this day. And yeah. Come out and see us. And super cool. Hopefully we could, um, you know, hopefully we could find places that would be semi-accessible to people in the area. Yeah. You know, and we wouldn't ever want people to... Try, spend you know to come out and ruin upset their lives in any way yeah to drive to you know kentucky or something mm-hmm. and meet us you know uh so little things through different places yeah do like lines up the yeah country. just like kind these of two week treks it's like all right this one we're gonna go up to montana yeah. and just go straight up and and have moments where we just talk to you guys and do shit like that you know and yeah do I guess so, yeah. In that way, it would be little meet and greets. And then also we do have, of course, our live show uh, which coming may, up. Which may turn out great. And Maybe they'll uh, be like, y'all are awful in public. <laughs> not never edited. do this again. <laughs> and it's more of a live recording, I guess. Yeah. It's not so much, uh, we're not going to be putting on a play. <laughs> Sometimes when, when people are like, we're doing a live show, they go out and they like put on productions. Oh, yeah. We're going like to be that, sitting so. in chairs. Doing this, what we're doing right now. Yes. <laughs> With some booze um, yes. in front of a bunch of people. In front of people. And then we'll always let you know when we're going to be at events like that. Mm-hmm. So you can come out. And right now, I think that's okay. Yeah. Maybe one day we will uh, we'll book the Superdome. Maybe one day we'll book the space station. In the future. The, the International Space Station. Yeah. Yeah. Come eat with us we'll at the International Space Station. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> oh. Ah, Johnny's got another good question. Oh, my goodness. Also, were you ever concerned that your significant others would shy away from you during your practice? Like they would be weirded out by it? Yes and no. Mm. That's a tricky question. Extrapolate. Well, see, Hunter's funny because Hunter is endlessly practical, mm-hmm. which would make me almost worry. But because he's practical, he's not surprised. Yeah. You know, he's just kind of like, this is about right. Yeah. This is about what I expected. He's also super non-judgy. He's not. He just kind of lets you do your thing. He gets it, you know. Um, He doesn't necessarily believe a lot of it, you know. But he, 
he'll listen yeah. and he'll kind of, you know, he, he's not been so far. I mean, I was possessed once and he didn't really seem to care that much about that. So the, <laughs> He cared about it, but not in a like, oh, I got it. She crazy. Yeah. He, he proposed to you like what that weekend? Uh, like a couple weeks later. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't that big of a red So he flag. was unbothered. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of had a slow reveal to Clark. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of little hints here and there. Little things. Yeah. And then you're at one point you like sage the house while they're still in it. Yeah. That was Yeah. Like and then you're like, a... are they looking at me? Oh yeah. no. Does he, is he, does he think I'm nuts? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the next thing you know, you were doing a full on ritual in front of them. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I remember because we're both very into fantasy stuff. Yeah. Uh, as far as books and movies mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and video games and things like that. So there's all, there's a natural, we talk about magic and, ooh, like, what if you, yeah, I could do, like, a spell on this, you know? So there's already, like, a lot of magic talk. We're both also real big into history and talking mm-hmm. about, you know, deity, just interesting shit like that. And I got super duper drunk one time <laughs> and he was driving me home. We had gone somewhere and we were pulling through like Jack at the box and I was just yakking away in that drunk way that you just blabber. And I remember it clear as fucking day. It's the only thing I remember from that night besides the Jack at the box tacos. I can't forget those. Oh boy. I like swung my head over the side. I looked at him and I said, I think I might be a pagan. And he looked at me and he goes, okay. Oh. And it was just very, you know, and I, I get where people would be freaked out, you know, if someone they're married to or they think they know kind of drops something like that but i i think it's just something you could probably feel and he has since surprised me in sometimes things he'll say yeah and i have a theory and i'm never one to tell someone who they are but i have a theory that he is an empath yeah uh and he's also told me that he at one point in high school or or some point in the back that he had kind of Looked into Wicca and things, and yeah. he, you know, he had I kind of explored it. it before, and he's just very, very accepting. And I was never yeah. really scared, and I feel very thankful for that. Yeah, I, I wonder if Clark's the same way, and how Hunter is always, you know, because he knows the story, which I guess you didn't know it until recently. But uh, Hunter knows the story of Mamaw Minnie. Oh yeah. So he right out the get right out of the like the the gate, he saw it as a heritage thing. Mm-hmm. He just kind of always was like yeah. knowing that he was like, it's just what y'all do yeah you know like grandma had her way of doing it and Mm -hmm. you know it's just kind of for him it's just continuing the cycle yeah it's just like these are these are herby chicks (laughs) (laughs) but you had your own exposure because such a witch is such a witch and you know i think even without knowing Mm -hmm. what was going on you kind of got a start yeah yeah growing up just under so many influential witches that we have, mm-hmm. you know, to look without up to. knowing that, they and were without witches. knowing, you kind of one day you go, oh, this thing I've been doing forever, that's witch. Oh, mm-hmm. the, I guess this is witchcraft. I'm doing it now. Yeah, I did struggle with some of the terminology. I will tell you that, and in regards to talking to Clark about it, mm. because or anyone really, but I guess because Clark is so close to me, I talked to him about it almost before anybody. Mm-hmm. And I would have, I would struggle with words like witchcraft yeah, and struggle with words like spells and mm-hmm. that. And I would feel very silly. Um, Yeah, you do. You almost feel childish. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's hard I, not to in the I, beginning. I think. Because of the association of, 
that it has with the things like I was talking about, like the video games and the movies. Yeah, and stuff. because it's like, oh, they it's just like, live in that world. Yeah, or they just want to live in a fantasy world. Are you world. gonna go be in a fantasy world now? Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but very that was that was a nice one. Speaking of fantasy, yes. So on the you know in the Patreon Facebook group, we uh, that sounds like such a plug. And then, <laughs> This is over at www. Over, yeah, this, sorry, but this is relevant. Uh, I asked, buy our merch. I, <laughs> I asked uh, everybody because I, you know, we do. We read a lot of nonfiction stuff for the podcast, and I was like, "Y'all, give me just some good ass fantasy books." I haven't yeah. read a fantasy book, and mm-hmm. it's my. I used to read. Mm-hmm nonstop all the time and just get enraptured and a good story and it's halted the past year and a half because it, it it's has, been all research yeah books. or yeah getting ready for this and then yeah. like once we started it reading more stuff and always reading always reading non-fiction yeah. and i'm such a non-non-fiction person <laughs> yeah. kim uh everybody there's i made a list or i'm almost done with it i'm gonna because i'm an a, I just got to fucking finish it because I told everybody I'm going to post this when I'm done making this list. I haven't finished it, but I'm making a list of all of the suggestions that Mm. were on there. And there were so many series and things like that. And Kim recommended a series and it's like, like the first one was called Cushiel's Dart. Mm. And it's, I finished it. It was like eight, it was like 900 pages and I finished it in a week. Just devoured it. I devoured it. And was, it was, was your brain just like, yes, 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 yes. It was just like, you know, when you have worked outside all day and you like, you're that first half of that bottle of water and it's just like, that, yeah. just bliss. You don't even breathe. That's what it was yeah. like. I binged that book Yeah, and I have the second one coming and I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I highly recommend it. I just had to say, read that book. It's <laughs> really good. And just get, if you, if you miss reading fiction, don't feel silly about it. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Cause like there were parts of it when I was first starting that book, you know, the getting into reading fantasy again, I was like, does this make me childish? You know, does that make me, but it's like, oh, but once that kind of fell down and like page 100, yeah. I was just like, this is the best. <laughs> Give me more. Oh, There's yeah. a reason young adults, like the young adult section is like the best selling. Yeah. Of all age groups. Yeah. It's great. And so, yeah, read, read, get you, if you, if you don't feel silly, get you some good ass fiction and nestle in because I've had the best week because of it. And if you're not really a reader and you want to like kind of get into it, like I, one thing I have to say, and I always try to say this because it was, it took me years to get over this. If you get two chapters into a book. And you think it's ass. Put it down. Leave it. Yeah. I have not been able to do that until like two years ago. See, it took me a long time because yeah. I felt guilty. I was like, maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I just don't know how to read. Because you lose your foot. You let your mind wander. Yeah. You read the same sentence six times. Yeah. And I always put it down. just like, what if it gets better later? What if it gets better yeah. later? And sometimes, usually, if you're not connected to it, it doesn't. It just yeah. doesn't. And sometimes it does. And you know what? You might just miss out on that one. Yeah whatever yeah go to one that you like all the way through yeah and that's how this one was i nestled in this chair and <laughs> i just and, and by like page 30 my heart was racing just well, at like the sheer just like this is just it. It. i'm gonna finish this, this book. yes like, yeah and when you have that realization of i'm reading a good book yeah you're like all right let's dive in you just buckle up what was the name of it kushiel's dart kushiel's dart and i think it's a three-part series but it's it's great we got a great question from amber who is your favorite witch from fiction? Fictional, fictitious witch. You know, we were saying this and we still have not seen Practical Magic. I know. There's so much. I was, I actually saw, I gotta admit, I cheated. I saw this earlier on the way over. And so my mind was already racing. And I realized I haven't seen a ton of famous witch uh, representations. Yeah. I am drawing 
a blank, which is strange. I can't help but think of the Sanderson sisters because yeah. they played such a big role in my childhood. Yeah. I, I think I, I love I see to me growing up all the time we watched the witches of Eastwick. Okay, I was gonna say And those yes. three witches to me I I'm just so they're perfect. That perfect balance of all three of them, I think they're perfect. You know, I never saw that until maybe three years ago. Oh. I never saw it like all the way through or even really that much of it in general. Me, mom and Russ would watch that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. All the time. It's and they all were so beautiful, mm-hmm. like in their hair. It's yeah. the hair. It's yeah. that '80s beautiful billowy. Hair. Oh, yeah, it's great. So I, those are the the three witches of Eastwood. Plus, all put against him uh, against uh, oh, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Oh, oh my he's god, such a it's bastard. so good. I love it. He plays such a good bastard. He is such a good bastard. A bastard man. Oh. I mean, of course, you've got like your Hermione. You yeah, know? Um, I've always had a soft spot for Bellatrix. My whole life, yeah, yeah. Ever, I, even even knowing that she's the worst ever because she is, <laughs> I just loved Bellatrix. She's the wild animal. I got I got a villain that I I have strong opinions on actually. Oh, an animal? Did I say that? No, you said a villain. A villain. Why did the word animal just pop into I my head? I don't know. Okay, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> anyway, I have strong opinions on this person, but I'm going with. The sea witch. I knew it. I knew you were going to say it. Known as Ursula. I just think she's misunderstood, man. Poor unfortunate souls. Jazz hands. She's so like, she's so sassy. She's so sassy. Um, I just think she's, I think she's misunderstood. You know what? A, she knew what she was getting into. See, I my, Ariel signed that fucking contract. I this might be unpopular. I don't think Ariel is all that. <laughs> I don't approve of her. I don't approve of her priorities. Well, yeah, yeah, and I think it's done in that very. That was the time of Disney. That was. It still hadn't figured out how girl power worked yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it. You know, because then you have like Belle. Yeah, Belle. I always really gravitate. You know, she mm. invents things and yeah. she's trying. to... And then or you Mulan, have, you know. Yeah, and then you have Ariel, who's just like, I'll lose my one true gift to be with this person. And it's like, you're better than that. You yeah, know? yeah. He's cute. I get it. He's yeah. a cute boy. But, um... That's my only... And I know that that's probably a little too ridiculous, and I get that. No, I'm, I'm with you. But it's like, <laughs> that's why, to me, Ursula Ursula saw that. Ursula saw what was going Ursula, on with that. Let me, let me tell you about Ursula. Let me tell you my stance on Ursula. She was a body-positive, business-owning... <laughs> bad witch of a <laughs> she's just a bad she's about she you know what i'm saying she didn't trick nobody really you know she told she said if you if you do not do this thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna take your ass yeah i have strong feelings on her i i like ursula i always i always i you know i was never big on the little mermaid mm-hmm. but the standout character oh absolutely is ursula absolutely she runs the show and uh i forget the lyrics but i love that part in for poor unfortunate fortunate soul jesus where she's um ariel's like oh lose my voice and then she's basically like you know the men up there she's like they don't want a girl who gabs <laughs> you know and she does this whole thing that was i think honestly kind of a clever little mm-hmm. nod to like you know what 
that's gross. And she, and it was a gross situation. Yeah. And, and she's just she telling just, her like it is. You know what? And she's just trying to make her, she's trying to make, get her coint. You yeah. know? I mean, I don't know. I don't I understand Ursula. I understand it. I think that's I me. loved Rasputin. Oh, yeah. I loved Rasputin. Little dirty, little dirty dick in real life. Oh, was he ever. <laughs> but also a zombie. <laughs> imagery oh what a wild ride he was oh my gosh literally if, i guess you guys if you haven't heard the rasputin wait no it was the it was in whispers whisper okay yeah uh, there was yeah it was his story and that whispers uh, a crazy ordeal uh, kim from over at clever kim's curios says can we have a slumber party i i want to do something like that so bad but Listen, i don't even know how to go about it which bitch brunch Will happen will somehow. Happen. Somehow. We'll get it together. Even if we all bring our own shit in a park. I think that's how it's going to have to be, honestly, yeah. is like, go to a public place and everybody has like a picnic. You know, we could all agree and like order something out. Yeah. And just have it, oop, have it post-mated. Yeah. And hang out in a park. I mean, a bunch of witches gathering to eat some yeah, Taco Bell or something talk, in the park. man. Let's just eat some fucking crunch wraps <laughs> and yes. bond. Oh no, did we just cement that? Did we cement Taco Bell into the first witch bitch brunch? <laughs> the first coven meeting? The first <laughs> Taco Bell? Oh my god. Oh no, I won't If that's not stand. amateur, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Everybody just show up with a bag of Taco Bell. Oh no, don't. Absolutely do not. Oh, we've got all kinds of... She says also, okay, what kind of snacks will there be? Will there be? And then, uh, if if nobody brings peachos, I'm going to lose it. I can't. It's, it's got to be. Peachos. Now you've said that, it will only be peachos. We'll just have buckets. Everyone okay. will be peachos. No, take a bath in them. Eh. Cherry sours. We got a deal. I do like some cherry sours. Stephanie put a picture of some bacon cheddar crisps. Oh, I'm down. Don't make promises you can't commit to. <laughs> you've got to bring those now. Mariah says, what is the most surprising turn your path and practice have taken? Has taken. Have taken. Has taken. I don't know. See, that's really tough for me because mm-hmm. everything just kind of happened how it, like, you know, it happened organically mm-hmm. in kind of just a, a developing way. So it's really hard yeah. to say. I think my greatest surprise is probably yet to come. Yeah. I think... If the day ever comes where I find, like, a subsect or a name that fits, Uh like, exactly. Like, if I was, like, you know what? I'm officially adopting the term, you know, adopting uh, Wiccan Mm -hmm. for myself. Or Mm -hmm. I'm officially adopting Druid or Hedgewood, you know, something like that. I think that would probably, and and especially if it was something surprising Mm -hmm. that I thought, oh, I never thought I would be this. But I think, I think the biggest surprise is yet to come. And hopefully it's a good one. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ashley asks, what has been your favorite part of this journey so far? Uh, I think yours and mine, uh, our, I, I think our relationship has grown. That was my answer. Quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part has definitely been getting to know Mace yeah. more. And we've always been close. And we've yeah. always had a weird. We've always been like kind of confidante with each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we were cousins and we hung out and we, I, I just feel like there were things that we could talk about. Yeah. That maybe 
we weren't running off to be super vocal about. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't ever met with, like, ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, And we could be, to our bones, stupid silly. Oh, yeah. About things. And not feel like a dumb jerk. Yeah. And it just feels good to to have someone to just spill everything to. Yeah. Like, that episode that we recorded the other day that was a mess that you somehow put together Ah. was just us basically spilling our deepest darkest secrets for four hours and by some gift of the gods the mic shorted out for the first part of it and it was unusable there's not even any record of it. (laughs) so um but it feels good to be able to do that yeah absolutely you know to and just no boundaries yeah just talk about shit i always feel fulfilled when we have conversations you know what i mean yeah I want to be gushy about it. <laughs> mm. Oh, Mariah says, what's the biggest piece of advice for those of us who are still in our first year as witches, AKA the baby witchings? Well, we're barely out of that ourselves. Yeah. Uh, don't get discouraged. <laughs> yeah. That's a big one. And you will have times of the year when you fall out of connection. Oh yeah. There'll be whole chunks of time. And I promise you it comes back. It's normal. It's mine is finally returning and I've been so scared that I would never feel that way again. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to go outside again and I can see, I can see my tree spirits again yeah. in my mind's eye. They're all back mm-hmm. and everybody's back again and I can feel it. It does come back. So if you have times of not feeling connection, it'll, it'll come back. It's part of the process and you have to, you know, or you don't have to, but you just will find things that get you through. You, you know, when I felt so disconnected last summer, this summer is already turning out better because I know things yeah. and it's not the usual shit I would do when I'm in my prime and I'm, yeah. I'm magical. It's different shit that I've had to learn to get by. Yeah. And it's just happened upon itself. And I would also, my advice would be to get out there. Try to find a witchy event near you. I promise you. I mean, for a lot of the country within a few hours, yeah. there's something. We found ours <laughs> on accident. It was, it was a poster in a bar. Mm-hmm. There's bound to be something. And even if it's a me- Google metaphysical shop, mm-hmm. Google... Um, or rock shop. Or rock shop. Rock shops are yes. very often incognito metaphysical uh, Exactly. Stores. There's a lot of hidden shit that you mm-hmm. got to look for the signs, man. You got to find it. And see somebody with like a, a crystal necklace or maybe they have a shirt with like something on it. And it just caught, you know, you know, don't be afraid, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, and especially if they're in the same area as you, they're probably as thirsty <laughs> as thirsty. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they're probably as hungry yeah. for um, this, this kind of stuff and this kind of interaction, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it just, you will feel so much less alone and everybody is super welcoming and don't be afraid of, don't be intimidated by other people. Yeah. Don't put yourself so below everybody, I guess. I don't know. Have confidence. Get out there. Talk to people. That's my advice. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia says, congratulations, y'all. You've encouraged so many people along their witchy paths. I look forward to another fantastic year of Wubba. Oh, thank Thank you. you. Thank you for the faith of another year. Oh, boy. A whole another year. Mm. Where will we be? On the moon? Who knows? On that space space station. station. (laughs) Come eat with us. Eating some Taco Bell. Yeah. Kessa says, do you have any goals to reach by your one year? And what are your goals for the future? Before this time mm-hmm. next year, or around this time at least, no long, you yeah. know, not more than a year, I want to grow to Salem. Before we hit two years, mm-hmm. we will have 
made that trip up there. And I think that's something we should start planning. And we barely had to mention it last time. And so many people were coming up with, you should stop here. And there's this yeah. great little shop here. And we could do, you know. So uh, hopefully we can really put something together. There's some changes, especially with the Spooky Sode coming up. That is going to add to that goal of having more engaging content. I, yeah. Um, Man. And you Patreons out there, if you were part of the Facebook Live last Y'all time. Y'all know what's going on. Y'all know on. what's going on. So, so you know, a little, little key lock hand motion to the mm. mouth. Mm. Throw, throw it away. Throw it away the key. <laughs> Casey says, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you both so much for just being yourselves and reminding so many that we aren't alone. You're not. If y'all were, here we go. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. If y'all were a member of the Fellowship of the Ring, who would you be and why? Okay. We've already decided. We we haven't told each other, but we know we're already picking the same person. It's, if it's not Samwise Gamgee. It's Samwise Gamgee. I don't Gamgee. know who it would be. <laughs> uh, no, I have always, I, I have always, always deeply loved Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. I think without Samwise Gamgee, no, he's the he's the, he is yeah. what saved the world single handedly. Yeah. Well, see, I think I can't he, say single handedly. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> Frodo did a whole bunch. They're strong in different ways, and I think that that's you know Frodo is very obviously the like when you think who did they're like oh he's Frodo. the bearer he's the bearer and and you got to think about when Sam was presented that ring when he held it for just that short amount of time. Yeah, he was not. He was he not very have the internal metal. To yes, fight it. Frodo did, but Sam had the internal metal to just love, forgive. Yes, and care. he was the carrier, and he's so beautiful for it. Oh yeah. So outside of Sam, because that's an obvious yeah. pick, I think yeah. we both looked at each other. We're like, well, that you know. yeah. Who outside of Sam? Aragorn. You think immediately? Really? Uh, yeah. I don't think that I am that brave. I, I see. I um. There have been a few times in my life to where I have made very reckless, dangerous decisions mm. that luckily worked out for me, but were not. Th- they were thought of in the moment and not in practicality. Right. And I feel like part of that. I I I don't know. Like even when I was younger and I would always watch Lord of the Rings, Aragorn was always the one that I was most like. I wanted to be. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just, I think he's such a badass. In oh, yeah, every way. absolutely. Like, that's, I would be honored to be even a little <laughs> bit like Aragorn. I have to go with Gandalf. I see it. I yeah. have to go with Gandalf. I don't know. I just think, you know, Gandalf was the kind of the guiding hand of the whole thing. Yeah. I think that fits our personalities, too. Yeah. Like, because Aragorn, you know, he's he's a ranger. He's mm-hmm. of the earth. And, you know, like... Holy shit, Yeah, dude. it just makes sense. You know, he just can live amongst, like, the earth. Yeah. And, like, and then you have Gandalf, who's more like this wisdom, right. spirit-working, yeah. you know, like, type entity. I think it makes perfect sense. Oh, dude. How many times does shit like that happen All where it just lines up? You're just like, that fits. <laughs> You're like, oh, that makes sense. And if I had to pick a third, a third wheel... Let's just go down. Let's just rank every member. I, there is a part of me that absolutely would say Peregrine Took. Oh, he's such Pippin. a little, he's such a little <laughs> shit. I love him. I, just because, I don't know, that whole bit about being kind of silly, being a little unlucky, silly, drunk bastard who, yeah. like, really at the but end. But you actually have a lion heart. Yes. Yeah. You know. I um, I really relate a lot to Mary. 
Yeah. I always have relate because like Mary. Well, Mary is the one out of the two out of the duo there. He's the one that is more concerned with the Shire and keeping yeah, up the Shire. You and... know, like I, I understand Mary mm-hmm. a little bit like, um, but I would love to have I always grown up. The athleticism of Legolas mm-hmm. was so fucking cool. Like, oh, yeah. And, like, in the books, you know, yeah. how, like, they're so light. Like, he can walk on the snow and he mm-hmm. doesn't sink and he's just this agile. I am such an asshole. Please. I am one of those people that if I've read the book, do not watch the movie with me. Because I will, the whole time, I'll just be like, you know, in the book, this is... Um, this. But they did that in the movie. But they did that. And every single time, if I'm watching that movie for the first time with somebody... You gotta tell I'm them. like, look, you notice how Legolas, look, they're not really focusing on it. But see, look, he's walking on the snow and, and he's not walking in, yeah like he doesn't sink in the snow <laughs> and every time i'm like whipping my head around like who can i tell <laughs> <laughs> i get it um let's see who's your absolute last and boromir is a cop-out i love boromir you know what i think boromir has boromir was actually going to be one of my next choices really yeah. okay i just think that people will jump to like oh he's evil he's not he's a great story he was a weak He's why man can't have the ring. He was I mean, a he's... great show of, uh, like, political and physical force mm-hmm. who had his own, like, traumas and family shit that he's going through. But he could not mentally handle it. Yeah. You can be the strongest out there and be leaders of, of men. Well, it's just like a sealed door. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. It's just, like, men are the weakest. A sealed door! What it... Destroy it! Destroy it! Cast it into the fire! <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm going to say it, hot take, everything. Everything. Dude, he's just fucking with everybody. Everything is Elrond's fault. Yeah. You know what he should have done when Isildur did not drop the ring? Shoved rim? him off the map. Shoved him off the map. Killed him. Yeah. Yeah. And he likes to get mad at everybody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, you know? men. Men are weak. It's like, you no, know, you, you motherfucker, you could have yeah. ended all of this. I was there 3,000 years ago. Yeah, and you didn't do shit. Yeah, these last 3,000 years of just bullshit. Your fault. Thanks, bud. Asshole. <laughs> and you had that horrible Arwen daughter. I mean, the bandwagon hate of Arwen is just... Well, it's so deep in the books. Okay. She's not even relevant. She's until like way. It's like, I mean, immediately she's a big fucking deal in the movie. See, and that's the problem. Arwen herself as a character is not a huge problem. Yeah, but they me. needed a, a good love interest They needed for that stupid fucking romantic interest, which can we talk about that? Stop putting needless romantic interests into shit. Nobody has to fall in love with anybody. <sighs> God, I'm just, 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 Eowyn is so much better. I love Eowyn. I want to I, be gro- Growing up, I always was mad that Eowyn did not, obviously, was she she was not being chosen as the clear winner yeah, of the two. Right. <laughs> and I respect his whole, you know, that's his woman and he's staying yeah. with his woman and stuff. But like, oh, she's such a badass. And, uh, and every time, every single time there are two parts with Eowyn that make me cry grown woman tears mm. you know when she comes back behind Mary and she picks him up oh I, and puts him on her horse and she whispers in and she says ride with me I have chills I, I yeah I don't yeah, right I like that kills me the second one is when they're all getting ready for battle and she's like the only one there that's like making you know soup or whatever yeah when her brother Aomer thank you Aomer when he is kind of making fun of Mary He's like, I don't doubt his heart, just the reach of his arm. Yeah. When she's like, why can't he, you know, when he, she has that whole little speech. Yeah. And then he tears her down with like, you know, 
I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to repeat the whole movie, but <laughs> anyway. We may have just cut 20 minutes of me no, monologuing. No, it's got to all stay. You cut, we were excited about this. You cut no Lord of the Rings talk out of this. It's all relevant, goddammit. Is that a rule from now on? Yeah, no Lord of the Rings <laughs> no talk can be cut. Okay, you have to promise me that you will talk as long about something. I think future. we both did just now. Oh my god, I feel like, oh my god, I'm an asshole. Okay, let's see. We actually... We have a couple of questions left. There are still slowly questions rolling in. So if we did not get to you, I'm very sorry. Um, but we cannot have a five-hour long episode. I can't do that it. again. <laughs> Rachel says, Charlie Michelle and Macy and East Frazier. Answer individually or together. Oh. In unison. Oh. Uh, so what has changed the most for you magically this past year? Going forward, what is your biggest hope? If you get to the option to travel next year, where would you like to go? I would love to go within the next few years. Yeah. I would love to, and this is not really related to witchy, but it's related to the paranormal and the weird. I'd love to go to Contact in the Desert. Oh, what is that? Oh, dude. It's like a big convention for like UFOs and just like the oh. general like high strangeness. Oh my God. Yeah. I would. I'm I think scared. it's actually going on right now. And Reese Darby is there. What? I follow him on Instagram and he was in contact in the desert. He's such a cutie pie. If we went to contact and we ran into Reese Harvey, I would die. I would, I would, I just, would immediately. My life would be a closed book at that point. I it'd, would, be, it'd be complete. <laughs> I would turn into dust and float away. Yeah, it'd just be done. <laughs> He's so cute. His Instagram cracks me I up. know. It's He's ridiculous. hilarious. He's him. wearing weird outfits. Oh, what is his life? <laughs> I don't know. It's so bizarre. <laughs> Oh, all right. Going forward, what is your biggest hope? Man, I hope to see this kind of shit continue. I do too. You know, I hope that it's not just, and I know a lot of people say it's a fad. I hope not. People are in it for the aesthetics, which, you know, whatever. Sure, fine. Things like that change. But I hope that a lot of people glean something from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree uh, that it's a movement of yeah. sorts. Yeah. And that people are hopefully kind of waking back up feel it spiritually wake yeah. up sheeple <laughs> no uh, <laughs> but finding that spiritual awareness yeah. again you know connecting back with spirit that's something that they talk about on uh, mysterious universe a lot i thought you were gonna say Mythbusters. and <laughs> uh that like uh so you have the metaphysical and you have the material mm-hmm. we've become a very material society the mm-hmm. physical what you see is what is truth mm-hmm. um you know think that is not possible things are not possible There's, right the spirit is now fantasy yeah and uh, i'm excited to see again you know just like our ancestors the spirit is not fantasy yeah it needs to be at the forefront of who we are mm-hmm. and i think that's starting to happen again yeah and uh i think I think it'll grab hold yeah. this time. Which is exciting. And uh, what has changed the most for us magically this year? I feel the need to cleanse less. And I and I know that that's one of your, like, Well, things, but I do it, but... like, uh, less often. Yeah. It's power sessions when yeah. I do it. You know, it's like almost quarterly mm-hmm. is a big one. And, you know, it, yeah. I'll cleanse myself or, like, not even cleanse as much, but use, like, Palo Santo, something to yeah. give me... A lift. Mm-hmm. Um, I very rarely sage myself. I mean, very rarely. I did it recently after I had just kind of a rough. You yeah, know, you go through little sludges. Yeah, and I'll do it then when you just feel like what is it miasma? Yeah. You know, I want to talk about my. I want to talk about my asthma. <laughs> um, but you know, I'll do it then. But uh, I don't know. A lot of it for me is um, 
communication with earth beings. Yeah. That's a surprise mm -hmm. for me. And it's starting to happen much more often and it's happening clearly. Yeah. And that's a surprise. Yeah. I, I mean, I hate to repeat myself, but the, the ancestor thing, mm -hmm. our grandmother, our shared grandmother, you know who I'm mm -hmm. talking about. We've met her. She gave me a guest password to her ancestry.com. It is so, and we've talked a little bit about our grandmother, how she is a ancestry wizard. It's, I was going to say wizard. It's incredible. <laughs> it just, that is. There is shit that goes back to before, before we were here in America. I mean, I mean. She has helped strangers find their adoptive yeah. parents. Like, it's nuts. She's. She has to kind of tap into that ancestral magic. Yeah, I, think I guess. She does. I think she and and I guess does. it would make sense because if we're all kind of shards coming down from Mamma Mini, yeah. or that power that was once in yeah. our bloodline, that would make sense. Yeah. You know, she's part of that too. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, I got onto this, and a lot of it is private because I think if you don't actually pay for your account, yeah. if it's a living person, you can't see yeah. their picture, but you can see or their name, but you can yeah. see the lineage go through. And I went through and I just was grabbing pictures of like direct ancestors. Mm -hmm. I got Mamaw Minnie, who is, I think, beautiful. Yeah. I was picturing someone a little more plain. No, but very um, stern. Very stern and very, um, I see a lot of us yes. in her. Yes. Especially in that little center point mm -hmm. called called the nose that is so, yeah. um, it's been so strong in our family. <laughs> <laughs> um I see a lot. I see. I do see a lot. And um, God, when I see pictures like that, I immediately, it's almost like I'm zapped to that time. Isn't it interesting? Yes. Yeah. And it was on her wedding day. And I'm like, what does your wedding day back then look like? Yeah. And anyway, I, it was just a fascinating thing. I forgot how I got on this trail. Sorry. We could talk about Lord of the Rings for another <laughs> But um, you should get on there and check it out. I need to. She sent it to me a good while ago, and now I have my computer, so mm. I can. But I need to check it out. Fascinating. Not a greatly designed way to, like, navigate yeah. through. I think they could use some work on that. But uh, I figured out, because you can't see pictures, but I figured out who, where Clark was. And then I clicked on his, and he's got his little family tree. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I was, like, sleuthing. I was looking at his great-great-grandparents, and I was like, Okay, his great-great-grandma was born in Austin, but she was married to a guy from up here, so he moved here for her, mm -hmm. you know, and then, like, in Stringing just, their lives together. Yeah, putting these stories together, that is, that is fascinating. I'm sorry. We have, I think, our last question. Uno mas. From Savannah. Are there any family members or friends who judge you for being a witch or who you're afraid to tell? Uh, none that I'm afraid to tell. Uh, I'm certain that there's some that judge me. Um, oh, yeah. no, none that I'm afraid. It's, it's kind of a, it kind of goes back to that thing earlier towards like, I think no one's that surprised. Yeah. You know, it's just a fear. It's <laughs> bear with me. It's almost just the fear of the inconvenience of having to then deal with that conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. One hundo P. Yeah. Do we still say that? I like it. Why okay. not? Macy, yeah. What do you hope for the future? Oh, of this podcast. Of this podcast. Of this podcast. Of the WBAH Hour Amateur Hour, which is thanks, bitches. Podcast. <laughs> I I just want to meet people. Yeah, that's a biggie. I want to I, I want to start meeting people. Mm -hmm. Um, I want. I think you and I both have a bunch of surprises up our sleeve. Mm -hmm. uh, one big project in particular 
that I think once completed would be the coolest thing in the world. Kind of a compilation of hard work on both of our parts. And I would love to see that maybe within the next year or two come to fruition Mm -hmm. and get created and finalized. And we're being very cheeky and very vague, Mm -hmm. but be on the lookout. Yeah. What are your hopes for your personal practice in the future, long term? Just to keep learning from the things that are talking to me. Mm -hmm. Um, To get better at listening. I want to get better. You know, shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. Uh, Sometimes I forget that sentence. And, you know, you try so hard to hear that you don't listen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, just to... Just to let my spirit be open, my yeah. third eye remain open, um, and don't get so caught up in the stresses of things. Yeah. I would like to actually attend more, some group things. I, some, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fun to do together. Yeah. And uh, I want to, I want to go get, you know, things like a Reiki. Yeah. Things I want to get like a Experience private Reiki. More. Yeah, yeah. That's something that for this coming year, I think you and I will be doing mm-hmm. a lot more. And I'm ready for it. I would like to see some specials maybe that we yeah. do about maybe it's not necessarily a topic yeah. this week. An but experience that we did. This week we got Reiki. Yeah. For the first time or, or. I would like to do a private session. Yeah. Because I'm, that's my thing. You know, I pick up on so, like, everybody else's shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've been to several events that have, like, open air, like, public Reiki. Mm-hmm. And I just know myself well enough to know that it's I would not, not be able to turn it off. Yeah. And it would just be, I would just, it'd be too much noise. I need a room to where I can get in the zone and not hear yeah. other people or feel other people and just have my practitioner. Well, I met somebody at the last uh, Witchy Bazaar who actually hosts actually teaches Reiki. Oh, cool. And I think, I'm not trained, but I think I've been doing Reiki for a very long time. Yeah, just like inherently. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. Energy healing at least. Yeah. I won't claim it's a specific thing. Yeah. But, uh, and I would very much actually like to beca- become, um, I don't know how you say it, licensed or, or uh, like not licensed. A but certified yeah, practitioner. Yeah, kind yeah. of kind of do that. And I know there's levels. I think there's three levels that you can kind of come up through. But I would really enjoy doing that. Yeah. And then, dude, that's another way that we could kind of work in tandem. Yeah. Because you're the, the empath and I can come suck it all out. <laughs> you can suck out my emotions and then I will, like, dispose of them yeah, from your body. Just kick it out somewhere. <laughs> we'll just be in an infinite loop of each other's of bullshit. negative energy. <laughs> Filtering and, <yeah>. each other. <laughs> in 50 years, we're just so aged. <laughs> <laughs> we are Mavis and Doreen. We are. Have we ever officially talked about them? I don't know them? if we've ever explained Mavis and Doreen. There's these horrible, like, weird old versions of ourselves. Yeah. Basically. Very brash. Very, yeah. And they just have these voices with Waffle. accents that we don't we even have. Do. <laughs> like, it just, and it mostly when we need things from yeah. each other. Yeah. And I'm Mavis. Mavis. Yeah. And it's just, hey, hey Doreen. What? Yeah. We just do it all the time. It just organically happened. I don't want to deal with your bullshit. Yeah, all the time. Um, God, we're like a bad comedy act. And the later the night goes, the more that they come out, usually. Mm, yep. So one of these days we'll do a whole episode. Oh my God. It's Mavis We would have Dorian. to drink so much tea just to not, like, yeah, my tonsils <laughs> would disappear. They would run out of your body. Which would be great, honestly. Ooh. Yeah, wait, why aren't we doing... Maybe we should be Mavis Listen, and Doreen. just scream until your tonsils fall off. I think that's... Problem solved. Not sound advice. 
<laughs> so that you know we've we've been here a year one year it's a big milestone milestone mm. milestone. milestone it's a mild stone oh hopefully we have many many more pod births mm. and then uh oh i guess we could also introduce our state of the coven yeah what's going to be happening with that uh this is a, this is a hunter special. Yeah, this is a hunter. Um, it's a hunter special. It's a it's a hunter idea. There's a perfect <laughs> word for it. It's not happening. This was Hunter's idea. How's that? <laughs> we are uh, very soon. We have to still pick a date, but it'll be coming soon. Uh, we are going to do our first annual State of the Coven address. Yes. Uh, this will be on the Facebook Coven page. Yes. Yes. And uh, we're going to do this every year, and it will be an annual update, and we're going to go so extra in how serious we take it. Uh, oh, yeah. It's going to be great. We're basically taking from the state of the, yeah. you know. It's uh, going to be the state of the union address. So expect some big Barbara Bush wigs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something. Or I don't know. Something presidential. <laughs> something. We might kind of, we'll throw on a blazer. <laughs> and then do that motion with their hands where they, like, kind of point their thumb at you, but it's also a fist. Oh, that's a. It's like kind that was of Obama's favorite. He, kind he of would kind of presses presses them. It's a very you know they they do that. I feel like it's like kind of threatening, but not really. It's assertive in like what they're. It's like know. I'm sure of what I'm yeah. saying, but I can't make a fist because yeah. I look aggressive. But it also it looks like they're issuing it to you, right? You yeah. Know, oh, issuing yeah. You, like what they're like saying. are you handing you? Some, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Subliminal politics, man. I'm telling you. We're going to study all of that, and we're going to totally... We're going to come back political... We're going to go get a degree in political science. Yeah. If we have any big announcements that will affect the way we do things, Mm -hmm. such as... And this is just the um, example I used on the Patreon live. This is not something I think that we're... We're not considering this right now. But if we were going to switch to a format of... Seasonal. Seasonal. Yeah. Or if we were like, hey, from now on, we're only doing one episode a month. Don't freak out. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) But if we had announcements If we had big announcements, that's when we would do this. So... um, And I don't know really if we have any huge, huge announcements this year. We just want to address... Yeah. You know, the coven. The coven. That candle is so satisfying. Isn't it great? It's so nice. I think we did it. I think this was a good reflective episode. I think we did. I think we got just as, um, I think we got just as deep as we wanted to, you know? Yeah. And I'm so glad for the questions, you guys. Those were really good. That made the episode. It really did. Yeah. Because otherwise, it would be us patting ourselves on the back. Yeah. What was your favorite episode? Oh, (laughs) okay. Hold on. Hold on. I have a question for you. Okay. What was your favorite episode? Okay. I think I know this. Really? I know this. uh, I got to remember if they're in the same one. But was it not the same episode when we did Elang-Elang and Osiris? Oh, it was. I loved that I was going to pick that one, too. I loved that one. Oh, my God. That one, and I really liked the giggly Valentine's Day episode before that one that I think was Jasmine. It was like two back-to-back episodes we did that I just really loved both of those. Hi, John and um, Jasmine, right? I don't remember. What did we do with Jasmine? And Elang-Elang and Osiris. I don't It was something similar to that. Let me see. It was one of those little Macy's Little Hornies. I did a lot of little hornies in a very short amount of time. It was time. spring, you know? It was sprung. It was spring. It was sprung. You get sprung. Want to pull up which, uh, I don't know the rest of the words. Big butts. 
It was Ritual Inc. and Jasmine. Ritual Inc. and yeah. Jasmine. Yeah, and then Ylang Ylang and Osiris. And then John the Conqueror was the next one. That was a, I like that That was spin. a good stretch. But the Osiris Ylang Ylang one is my favorite. I, yeah, uh, I really like that That was one. a fun time. That was a fun, that was a fun, fun time. I mean, I really liked the first appearance of um, the Historical Witch. Yeah. Series. Who was the first one? American Witches. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I kind of started that If that, that counts, but then, yeah, Mother Shipton yeah. was, and that was episode 14. And I also loved the hell out of the myths where we talked about the, the broom. And the I, that, that episode changed me. <laughs> the salve. And the that, um, <laughs> I learned a lot. I, I've seen several members of our coven talk about flying ointment mm. and, you know, who have used it and yeah it's like still that. very much it's thing. still around uh i need I, i'm curious about it I'm sure there's better application methods maybe or keep it you can just keep it OG, keep it man. traditional you know just coat your broom handle <laughs> <laughs> that sound can mean whatever you want it to mean <laughs> it's been a wild ride it's banned so irrationally angry <laughs> right now okay well that's it <laughs> well that's that then. and that's where we in the episode fuck this i'm out okay how do we how, how do you want to wrap it up i think we wrap it up just like we have all year and we don't wrap it up at all and we just mutter out until the music gets loud enough to drown out our voices <laughs> It is tradition. We haven't said anything about our socials or anything at all. Oh, that's right. Hold on. We have a format. <laughs> um, and if we break from our format at all, at the all, wheels come it's... off. <laughs> I happened to, I couldn't help but notice this whole time we were recording, you look awfully comfortable and breezy in oh. your, in your witch bitch amateur hour flowy tank top. It's rat comfortable. I thought you said rat comfortable. Uh, mm. <laughs> Uh, no, but in all seriousness. It's made of rats. I love the hell out of it. I wore it uh, kayaking mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, and it was breezy as hell. I've since washed it, because you get gross when you kayak. Oh, yeah. And um, it's it's great. It fits very true to size. Yeah. Uh, but loose. Yeah. It's not tight. It's not it's not all over you. It's a good... I, I saw a coven member say that they could not wait to wear it to the gym. It's a good... It's a good there's workout. There's a lot of range of motion. Mm-hmm. It's not going to ride up. It's just going to move around your body, but it's going to let your body breathe. It's great. I really love it. I think and the logo is just adorable. If you are a vampire, such as myself, and would prefer a hoodie, because you're going to stay indoors and be cold. And set your AC on 61. And block your skin from sun. Uh, we also have a hoodie option available that I would like to say I received in the mail recently as well and is banging tits. It looks great. It looks like a good squishy one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was telling Mace the inside of it is lined with that sweet. That soft. Yeah. You got to wear it naked. Kind of thick. If you're interested in checking out some of the merch, we do have flowy tank tops and hoodies and cups. And stickers. And stickers. And more great. And pillows. And pillows. Oh, that pillow boy. I gotta get one of those. Let's sit here. How long can we jerk ourselves off about our merch? I, it's great merch. <laughs> Y'all, we're just still surprised that we have merch. Yeah, yeah. No, this is honestly, it's not coming from a place of, give me your money. It's coming from a place of, there's people out there wearing shirts and with I, our podcast on I them. I can't. Yeah, that's not just us. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Somebody uh, actually wrote and said that they were going to post a picture of themselves in their shirt soon, and I am going to shit a chicken. I'm going to lose it. 
I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. If you're interested in getting yourself some Waba merch or even checking it out, because if you even just looked at it, that would bring me some joy, mm-hmm. uh, go to WBAHpodcast.com or WitchBitchAmateurHour.com. And up near the top, there is a direct link that says click here for your Witch Bitch merch or something similar. It, you, sh- you, can, you, can, you can get it. You can get it. You can get there with that. <laughs> It'll also be down in the description box all over our Facebooks and social media. Oh, yeah. It's our, it's in our link in our Instagram bio. <laughs> we have our Wicked live show coming up. All the way in October. Get ready. <laughs> Buy your bus tickets. Buy your tickets. It's October the 13th at the Pagan Pop-Up Volume 2. Ready your wagon trains. Oh. It's coming. Put on some good shoes and walk. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Oh, God. What if somebody actually showed up with, like, bloody feet? Comes in from, like, Alaska. <laughs> it ta- they leave now. It takes them until October to get here. And, they're g- <laughs> and it's just us. And we will let you down. And we're just us half drunk talking about some shit in front of a mic for a little while. <laughs> until they're like, y'all's time is up. Yeah, get up. They play the music, like, at the Oscars. <laughs> They start playing our end music just everybody, to drown out our voices. Everybody who had anything to do with us being that day is looking at each other like we made a mistake. We have wasted <laughs> over a year of our lives listening to these two people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Shoot us an email at wbahpodcast.com. Insta Jim over at It's not that that's not the email address. What did I it's say? WBHpodcast.com. <laughs> do it. The email is wbahpodcast at gmail.com. There you go. What's the Insta Jim? It is Witch Bitch Amateur. Mm. It wouldn't be a wrap up if we didn't have a good Macy ballad. You know? <laughs> a good old school. I feel like it's been a while, you know? <laughs> since we, we since that was part of the um the social Yeah. Our you know, outro. Our outro. You know what? We also haven't done in a while. Mm. We have a Twitter at. <laughs> I'm so interested to see what you're going to do. I don't know. On the spot. <laughs> what? Giant man. Giant man. Uh, come meet with us over on Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour. If you are thinking about supporting the podcast, we do have a Patreon, and that is at. Hit us with it. www.patreon.com forward slash WBAH podcast. Nice. Thanks. That's put together. And we do have the best little whorehouse <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> and it's our P.O. box. <laughs> Which is P.O. box. I was just going to let you know. No, it. I don't want can't sing by myself. You, I need <laughs> no. to have. Do you know what I noticed the other day? Because I walk around singing the Big Mouth theme all the time. Yeah. Our P.O. Box works for it. P.O. Box 865. Okay. Oh, yes, it is. (laughs) Canton, Texas, 75103. There it is. Beautiful. (laughs) I watch Big Mouth usually once a week. Yeah. The, The times that we usually will put a show on in the background... Is when we eat. Like, when yeah. we usually after we like a long a day, we'll put like some TV on and just eat dinner in front of it. I will not put Big Mouth on when I eat in the background because I, it is just too. Well, it's also 
very gross. It, it's, yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's it is just gross. too much. I'm a, I've got a, just enough of my dad in me. Yeah, Tony is real weird about things that gross him out. While like, he eats. Yeah, while he eats. If you say the word poop, he will be out. See, I, I've come to realize, I think I'm just a gross person. <laughs> I have no level at all. Of anything like that, I, 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 there are things that I probably do that are not safe, <laughs> sanitized, sanitation wise. Like, I'm just like, like chicken, like raw chicken. Well, I just like, or I like, like step on needles. Like, I, what no, level of not safe are we talking about? Is to step on used needles. No, like, like I, like I, often, I won't wash my hands before dinner. Oh, okay. All the time, or like. Sometimes if I'm cooking with chicken, I'll just wipe my hand on a rag and yeah. <laughs> keep doing shit like that. But I also don't ever wear shoes, ever, ever. And uh, I don't wash my hair for long periods of time. But I actually have come to realize that's a girl that's, thing. That's and no girls actually it. wash their hair yeah. very often. No girl. Well, that's a myth. Yeah. No girl has ever washed her hair. We're like chinchillas. We just use dry <laughs> shampoo. I, there was one time, so we went wakeboarding one time, or we went to a wakeboarding park. What is wakeboarding? Really fucking fun, and also really hard. It's like snowboarding on the water with a pulley. Right. So, uh, you get pulled behind a wake, you get pulled behind a boat, and you're on like a snowboard type board. Okay. And it is very difficult, and it beats the fuck out of you. Oh. And so we went to a wakeboard park, which is where basically it's a cable pulley Mm. system, and it's if you don't know how, basically, they tell you the first day you ever go, you just eat shit over and over and over again until you can stay up for a minute. On water, that is so much harder than people think, too. And and I was, like, going into it. I was like, all right, well, I know how to longboard, so maybe this will help me. No. <laughs> no, no, no. And so I got really sunburned that day, and I was, I was living with Hunter's parents at the time. I was sunburned, but also immensely sore. Mm. My quads and everything, just from the strength that, you know, to, to stick that landing and try to hold up and just getting yanked off of a dock. And I did not think at all. And I had a sunburn coming on and I put like Ben Gay on. And I remember oh. I just, and I made it, I was, I, it was just like, I was so tired. I didn't even think, I just got out of a hot shower too. Oh. And I put it on and I just remember panic. I just, and I, I couldn't get it off and it wouldn't stop. And I just remember thinking like, how bad is this it about to get? It hurt so oh, bad. No. I was just like, this isn't going to stop. It's just going to keep going. And it was awful. It was awful. Uh, did it ever reach the point where it kind of felt good? Like at the end? Like, it it, it, it almost cool. like to where my brain was numbed. Yeah. It hit that point to where I was just like, like, I feel nothing. I feel nothing anymore. I feel no pain. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> We're done. Thank you guys so much for giving us a shot. I feel like we say that a lot, but really, thank you for sticking with us, especially if you were here from those early days and didn't immediately change the channel and go, what the fuck was that? Yeah. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate all the leeway you guys have given No us. shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're still amateurs. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not going to change. No. You know, there's a lyric by a group, an excellent group called Goodnight Texas. They're, they're so, so goddamn good. They're so good. Um, but there's a lyric in one of their songs, and I it sticks with me a lot, and I think of it a lot about our practices and things mm. like that. And the lyric is, I'm waking up again to realize waking up again doesn't make you wise. Mm. And I think that a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, we've been doing this for a year. I've come into my practice. You've come into your practice. Yeah. But I still don't know jack shit. We're still such babies. Yeah. And I think in a way, you always are. Yeah. 
about something because you could be a master of oils and herbs mm-hmm. and then one day go i know i know nothing about candle magic yeah. or whatever yeah and um that's good yeah that is good. It's a it's good to get a little slap down every once in a while. Yeah. And make you go, you know what? You don't know everything. You don't know everything. And you could live a hundred lifetimes and not know everything. Mm-hmm. Lifetimes. Lifetimes. It wouldn't be a one year pod birth without some Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like Sylvester the cat. Yeah. <laughs> I always love the ducks. Daffy I, is one of my I fucking favorites. I love Daffy Duck because he is so sarcastic. He's, he's, he's a, a sarcastic, sarcastic bitch. shade thrower, man. <laughs> I didn't always love Donald as much. Yeah. I don't love Bugs. I don't love Bugs Bunny. Okay. I Never have. what we were talking about for a second. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't love Bugs. That's a of a transition. Bugs has a place with me. He's he's mm. also a sarcastic ass. I, there's a difference between him, though, and... and it's because he's arrogant. Da- yeah. He's very arrogant. Like, Daffy, I feel like it's the it's, short end a lot. Daffy is also has the the... The secret ingredient of comedy, which is self-deprecation. He's cynical. Yeah. He's a cynical bastard. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I always very much loved Coyote. I, I love yeah. I, I think it was great, and I think yeah. that Roadrunner is a bastard, and I think that he should have got caught. I wish he would have. I wish, more than anything, to watch him feast upon that fucking bird. I hate that bird. <laughs> and, you know, when you're younger... I don't know. Growing up, I always wanted the coyote to win. Oh yeah, fuck that bird. A lot of the times in shit like that, I have always rooted the villain for the villain. Always because the the good guy is such an asshole. Is an asshole. Tom and Jerry, that little mouse. I hate that mouse. I want to swallow it whole. <laughs> <laughs> Peta, don't come for us. That'll teach him. We're talking about cartoon animals. I would never swallow a whole mouse. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man yeah i hate peppy Le Pew. he is a son of a oh bitch. my god have you watched that as an adult that that is problematic i hate it i hate it i was watching it just the other day we were talking about it and it's just like it is hard to watch as like a grown-up like, yeah as like a grown woman you know watching somebody yeah. be so persistent it is, is... really aw- and grabby I mean, he's just grabby, mm. and I just fuck Peppy. And they're just like trying to kiss you always. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. no, no, Ugh. gross. I hate. I'll tell you who I fucking hate, and who I wish would have got swallowed whole is fucking Tweety Bird. I have I no hate Tweety Bird feelings at all about Tweety Bird. The, my major feelings for Tweety Bird come from those stupid fucking shirts. Yeah, I do. I do. With I, Tweety Bird like wearing a leather jacket. I do hate those. Yeah, and it says something like "Got a problem?" Yeah, like these sassy t-shirts. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, so this has been our one year. <laughs> Is that how we want to go out? Yeah. <laughs> this seems fitting. We've gone out stranger. (laughs) I think we should wrap this up in the same way that we've wrapped up many of our first episodes. Not at all. Not at all. And also talking about what we're about to shout out on. I'm about to drink eight bottles of water. I am going to have a little bit of water if you'll let me have some. I think I can spare some water. I'm going to eat a piece of that symphony bar, goddamn. I've been sneaking pieces of symphony this whole recording <laughs> session. If you've noticed, there's only like four left, five Why left. are you sneaking them? I, I don't know. I just, I don't even remember doing it. I've just done it. I would see that they're gone now, and I think it was all me. I wonder what some of that soft cheese on it was. Uh, I had 
some soft cheese on a grape. But it's not.